Episode 192 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. Uh, it's just me and Katie tonight. <laughs> 192. I, I, Robert had a fall earlier. I haven't heard from him, so he may be taking a nap. I don't think he was feeling good. So it's just us for now, I guess. Yay. Try not to be too excited. I was almost asleep earlier. Yeah, you made me fall asleep. That's, don't that's you up. dare put that on me. I came you home. You were laying down. Oh. Okay, my bad. I, was. I laid down next to you. Oh. Feel oh. how cold I am. Yeah, super cold. It sucks, don't touch me. man. <laughs> it's because it's cold. God damn. Why? I said don't <laughs> touch me. I'm just going to start making noises in the microphone. It's not even. That is unacceptable. And don't you dare. I will. Th- What's wrong with you? <laughs> no. No, James. I was just drinking my soda. Okay. Unacceptable. I will leave. Like for good? No. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> that's kind of messed up for just drinking a soda loud. Anyways, uh, let's get on with sponsor stuff. You ready? Yes. If you are looking for a high quality PVC rack, look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available, or you can plan to pick up at a Herps Reptile Show near you. Visit LSReptileRacks.com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks and place your order today. Uh, Lil's Shop of Horrors is a small feeder and pet supply business based in San Antonio, and they regularly schedule feeder meetups around San Antonio as well as other neighboring towns and cities. They offer shipping on their feeder insects, ice pods, and I'm working on starting shipping on their feeder rodents too. I, I got to talk to Lewis about that actually this week. Uh, all feeders are raised on a nutritional diet that optimizes the health of the reptiles and the amphibians that consume them. Check out uh, Lewis over there at Lil's Shop of Horrors, L-I-L apostrophe S. Karen Watson's being a smart aleck. What do you say? He said, it's a whole freezing 70 degrees. No, I'm on new medicine for my sugar levels. Hey, hey, and now it, I'm cold. I think it's actually 60 something. Actually, I think time. it's now the sun's down. I think it's actually 50 something outside. My sugar levels are what they're supposed to be. And I'm cold all the time. And this is miserable. See, my sugar levels are nowhere where they're supposed to be. I'm I don't warm. know how people do this all the time. I'm always cold now. It's awful. Yeah, just shut up, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, herps. Herps reptile shows. Austin is this weekend. I know. I actually was talking to Jessica Lee Anderson earlier, the, the author? author. Yeah. I was talking to her earlier. She was like, are you going to be in Austin? I was like, no, our child has like three volunteer things this weekend. Kids suck. Wait, what? Oh, yep. Nope. Yeah. Anyways, Austin is December 2nd, December 3rd. Go out, check out Austin show. Uh, Slide Dell, Louisiana. No, no, my tongue stopped working. You're right there. You have a stroke. stroke. <laughs> small stroke. I'm back. Slidell, Louisiana, December 9th, December 10th. The Slidell show is a good show. Go check that one out. Looking for uh, some some last minute uh, Christmas presents. Go check out Slidell. Um, oh, it's. Oh, I know see, where the, see I know Exotic said it's 21. 21 degrees there, yeah. That's because they live in the unholy I, as places As soon as Canada. I read that, I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh, wait, no, they're Canadian. They're Canadians from Canada. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma is January 13th, January 14th. Longview, Texas, January 20th, January 21st. Conroe, Texas, January 27th, 28th, which is my birthday weekend. Come check us out in Conroe. Corpus Christi, February 24th, February 25th. Baton Rouge, uh, March 2nd, March 3rd. And then the Bryan College Station Show is March 9th and March 10th. So come check us out. We'll be at Conroe for sure. 
That's all I can tell you for sure. I will be at Conroe. With ha- Things come up. Our kid is busy. She does too much. I agree. <laughs> Which means we do too much. I agree. Uh, but she has and, obligations on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week. I need to go. To, I need to sell some more snakes. Speaking of, I, I didn't mention the person last time. I meant to mention last time because I had sold a snake to a listener. To, I wanted to thank James Berry for buying a for buying one of my boas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So thanks, James Berry. Anybody else want to buy a boa? Because I need to make some room for more snakes. <laughs> um, I do have bad. I have sad news. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, so we had a weird, uh, a weird like last two weeks. Uh, I think. So we went to DC. I don't plan on repeating this. Yeah. Soon. We went to DC for a funeral. Unfortunately, my grandmother died, so we had to go to DC for that. And then we came back, worked two days, and then left. Took that Friday off and left and went to Alabama for a football game. So we drove twelve hours to Alabama. For a football game, take our daughter to our college campus for the first time so that she can remember because she was like one or two which last Which is time. in Troy, Alabama. Troy, Alabama. Not yeah. Tuscaloosa, which is kind of what it sounds like, the way you were saying it. Ugh, no, 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 no. That's, don't go there. That place sucks. Uh, and then we came back. But when we got back from from Alabama, I had a Samboa. It was actually my, my oldest Samboa, the, the first Samboa I got. Uh, she was very pregnant and very much due any minute. Uh, I got home and found her dead. Uh, still pregnant, um, probably like about to have them, and uh, I found her dead. That sucks. So, um, just it happens. But those people out there that are like they get snakes and they go, "Oh, I can't wait to breed a snake." I need you to understand that that is always a possibility. You you increase your risk of your snake dying if you breed them. Uh, as, as as much as there is this uh, this romanticism about breeding snakes, understand that. Uh, there is a chance they'll die, and I've had I've had several birth related. I had one had massive uh, infertile ovum get stuck, and 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 never recovered from that. I had this female, so, but I don't hide anything. So I just wanted to share out there. Be careful if you're gonna breed stuff. Understand there's a chance you could lose it. I was kind of sad. She was she's kind of the one that started all my samboa stuff. Every samboa I got uh, came after her. She was the first one, so it sucks. But I think I have another one that's pregnant. Hopefully everything goes there. Fingers crossed. She's good. And uh, and then I need to start making some plans. I got some more boas that I want to breed this year. So you know, I'm glad you have plans. I got plans. Plans on plans. Um, also, check out VivTech products. Use code GUMBO22 for VivTech and save 15% on all of your VivTech pur- purchases. Even though I posted the other day they're having like a Black Friday sale and then I gave the code and then I got corrected. You couldn't use the code because the Black Friday <laughs> sale was working. I get it, Erica. I was just trying to sell, sell Black or Black I a Rewind. Motherfucker. What is wrong with you tonight? You know, it's the nap. It's the nap. You my, took a nap. My brain is still asleep. I didn't fall asleep. But I was just trying to sell some stuff and Erica fussed at me because you couldn't use the deal and the Black Friday deal. No. Nope. But Black Friday's over. I don't know if the sale's over or not. I didn't check that. I suck as a sp- oh. sponsor. But but if, if it is over, use uh, code GUMBO22 and say 15%. If you haven't bought something from VivTech yet, what are you waiting for? Go buy a bulb. Go buy some smart devices. All the fun stuff that they have. You checking the website? Mm-hmm. I probably should have done that beforehand. Oh, I don't see anything about the sale, so it may have be over. It may have ended yesterday. Ah, I was checking out our, our website. There's, it's working, but there's a funky thing on the front. I'll have to talk to Nathan about it. I don't know why it's saying there's an issue there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh well, mm-hmm. go check out our website. Uh, you can see all of our sponsors on our website. You can also find all of our guests on our website, all of our previous episodes. 
which ties into what we're going to talk about tonight, or who we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, who we're going to talk to tonight. I can just talk about them. Oh my gosh. I can just leave Bring them, her in. Just leave her in the green room Bring there. her in. <laughs> so for those of you, I, I laugh. Stuck around for the long haul. Well, I laugh every time <laughs> someone says, I just found your podcast and I'm on episode like five and I'm thinking, God, stop listening to that. Don't don't listen to it back then. Um it's got to be interesting for someone who's just listening from the beginning, going through all of my co-host. Uh, but my favorite co-host. Uh, Go ahead. You can say it's yeah, her. It's my favorite co-host. <laughs> we have my favorite co-host on tonight. Let me bring I her knew in. you were his favorite. I don't know if you knew you were his favorite. <laughs> but it's it's April. For those of you that have listened to our old episodes. <laughs> it's April. Uh, Hi, everyone. How's it going? It's going great. Did you know? I'm you glad were I'm the your favorite. favorite. Yeah. I did not. And you know, I was thinking. I think I was on last time at episode 100. So why don't you just wait till 200? So I could make it like every 100. I, I come on. I could bring it. You were actually on. Uh, let's see, episode. Well, he's I was you, on a big one. I thought. Yeah, you're on 100. And it has you on episode seven, 14, 49, and 100. But you were also co-host on on a lot I of them. I think that's when she was the yeah on that a lot was of just them when she was, was a guest. Yeah. That's when so. she was guest on the but. And there's a whole say, chunk in there where she's co-host. Have you seen this website? Like, have you? I, I'm my crap in my classroom no. is not even this organized. Like, so one of our I'm listeners, Nathan, super, oh my goodness, Nathan, super jealous. Nathan made the website for us, and if you go to it, you can like he's got an entire list of every person we've had on, and then their That's episodes so cool. with their business, and some of the businesses are even like hyperlinked. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm. Ugh, I need. I have this. a web page. You all can. You know. I'm, you can link that up. Well, he may. He may have. Hold on. Let me see. Let me click on eight. Oh, he has it. All right, Nathan. If you hear that, you gotta get. Uh, yeah. We'll message. So he's got designer exotics <laughs> on there, but it's Bloods by. You gotta go Bloods by Design. Yep. Yeah. That's the old name. So Bloods by Design. Oh, name. there you go. Yep. 2022. I switched it up on everyone. Funny. So. Yep. Started doing my own thing and only focusing on short tales. So. So how's all that going? How how's your collection? Uh, I decided to massively slim down my collection. I'll be very honest. I kind of got just bummed by the community and sometimes you get overwhelmed with reptiles and I started doing other things, other hobbies, and I just didn't have time for it. So, I mean, I didn't, gosh, I maybe went from 50 to 35. So it's not like I, you know, went down a whole bunch by any means, but I reduced them by a whole room, um, which we can talk about later when we talk about the question, but you know, um, so, so it's good for me. I only have a couple hours that I really have to do stuff. Like if you put all the time in and you scrunch it all in for the week, it's only a couple hours, maybe three, four hours max. Yeah. Um, and I'm still breeding and doing projects. I have someone that sells stuff for me, but if you guys know what I have and the projects I have, you know, you're welcome to go through me and, and see what animals I have and get on a waiting list. That's no problem. Um, I'm really focusing on the black, black, dark Sumatrans. And, you know, I have lineage for them. So, like, that's, like, my my passion project, so to speak. And I have been crossbreeding all the ones I have, getting some new blood in. And I'm really excited for, you know, the next five years or so because I'm really going to be having some great animals coming out. But, yeah, that's, I mean, reptile-wise, that is what I've been up to. And I've been hiding, honestly, from the community. Not, like, purposely, but just, well, I, don't I just haven't, you know, <laughs> I haven't just... You know, I, I'm in some groups, but I'm not, you know, super going into it. I was actually nervous. I was talking to my roommate. And I'm like, what am I going to talk about? Like, I don't even go on to Facebook groups anymore. Like, you know, what am I going to do? <laughs> but here I am blabbering on. No. So, so, <laughs> so, let's, okay. so let's talk about, if you don't mind, let's talk about some of that stuff. Because so, I know a lot of people go through. Yeah. The, the hobby is, a lot, for a lot of people, it's, it comes in waves. 
Uh, You've found that as well, though. Yeah, and it's been weird. So it's well. Let me let me take. There's not times where I, I've gotten rid of stuff, but there's definitely times where, it, and not recently, but especially when I was like, like a zookeeper, uh, my collection suffered just because of burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But your focus will also shift. Yes, I've gotten like more into tails. To- I've gotten back into into boas more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have all my sambos, but I've gotten back into boas, and then uh, I've gotten some other cool things here or there. But it's definitely if you're in the hobby long enough. There's definitely cycles, and you see people go through them all the time. You know, there's always the in the beginning, a lot of people have that uh, that Noah's Ark syndrome where everybody's got to get, you know, like two of everything, and then and then they'll yeah. get whatever species, and it's a million different species. Um, I mean, I've been through that too, getting yeah. all the different kind of species, and then you're like, oh, maybe maybe I don't want to work with this one so much. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, and a lot of times you don't even know if you've never yeah. owned it. You don't know what it's really like until you get it, and then mm-hmm. you're like. Well, because okay, we're well, the one what I thought. I know we talked about this forever ago. For people that haven't gone back and listened, what uh, what was your first? Because bloods weren't your first thing, right? Uh, uh-uh, no. Um, I actually wanted to start with ball pythons Ugh. and <laughs> and do that. Yeah. So me and my partner at the time, um, you know, we started looking at genetics. I started by watching Brian Barcheck. Like I was, I guess, the typical beginner that has all these high hopes for wanting to breed and stuff. And, and not to say, you know, like that came true. I'm still doing it. Uh, but not to the level that I initially thought that I was going to, but, um, back in the day, like the, the Panda, do you remember that? Oh Yeah. Yeah. That was the big thing at the time. And like what the potion, like, I don't even remember the ball Python names anymore. So forgive me if I'm totally getting don't, it wrong. Don't worry. They make them up all the time anyways. Okay, yeah, so I just, magic potion, I don't know, I don't even know what it is anymore, but that's what we were going for, and trying to get the genetics, and we started with double, triple heads, and didn't realize, you know, how long that really was going to take to prove everything out, and how the market was going, we just didn't know, but we sure were enthusiastic, and and at the time when I had my partner, when I was having a low, he was really into it. And then when he had a low, I was really into it. So we kind of bounced each other out yeah. and helped like pull the other one out of it. Um, so that that's beneficial to having someone with you, you know, and doing it like you have the each other. And, you know, if you're having a bad day one day, it's like, oh, you know, it's OK. It, I mean, having that interaction kind of helps. Um, and I've had to do that and have that for myself lately. Um but irregardless, ball pythons is where I started. <laughs> Going and, and, back to and the thankfully, thing. it's not where you ended. It's so crazy. No. Oh, this is embarrassing to even admit, and I, I know I've had to have admitted before. But uh, my friend had a blood python for sale, and I thought it was just a red ball python. What a is loser. what I thought. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so embarrassing to say that. That's that's, that's truly where I started with blood python. That's why they kicked you out of the. That's why you're not in the Facebook groups. They won't let you. <laughs> know, that's, that's why they kicked me out. That's that's why I'm no good anymore. Oh, <laughs> they all found gosh. out. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 truly where it started. Well, because blood um, pythons are just uh, fat, mean ball pythons, right? That's all. That's all they are. I mean, I would say they're they're short, <laughs> fat berms more than ball pythons, but well, it's funny because yeah. it's it's funny how the hobby goes because they always get considered as mean ball pythons, mm-hmm. and then Angolan pythons mm-hmm. are like, well, they're just bumpy ball pythons, and everybody that owns Angolans like they're nothing like a ball python. People that right. own blood is like nothing they're nothing like, like a ball it. python. Um, yeah, I think blood pythons are more um, curious. They're smarter than a ball python. I'm not going to say they're smarter than retics. They're stronger than a ball python. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially Sumatrans. They're the sweetest of the three. 
I would say, but when you get a rat in your hand, make sure, like, I had to buy four-foot tongs because <laughs> the power of that animal when they think that your hand is the rat oh, instead, yeah. like, I have a tooth literally in my thumb still from oh. years ago from when one got me and it just, my body never rejected it and now it is part of me. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's now a part of well, my like, hand. If, if you ever, my problem with holding, okay, I'm, I'm, this is the part, and I know people make fun of me because I wear gloves with all my shit and this, I, don't, I don't like getting bit. <laughs> Which is why blood pythons scare me, because like they always they always feel like they're t- like they can strike. Like ball, ball pythons get to where they just feel like a, a whatever they're a bump. Yeah. But you get they like blood pythons always feel like that at any moment if they wanted to, they can go ahead and bite you. Like they they've got the strength they can strike and the, and like when you hold them, like you watch someone hold one, they can hold themselves out. It doesn't look like it because you think like ball pythons yeah. fat and lazy, but they'll hold themselves out like straight out. And it's they're built so different, and yeah, uh, and then they they turn around and look at you, and you. I mean, they're they're built so different as to when they're like crawling straight on the ground, they look like a slug going around. It's the weirdest thing oh, to yeah. see. It's so funny and so derpy looking, um, but they can go pretty fast when they want to. I'll tell you that. Um, and one time I, I like pull out a tub and I start cleaning an animal, and then I look away for ten seconds, then I can't find it. I'm like where did you go <laughs> you were this huge animal where did you just go and they climb in the racks and they're awful sometimes um but the the mean ones you know there's i'd, I'd say 10 percent of my collection are like mean and aggressive and really they're just scared and nervous and you have to give them the time and patience and work with them and go into whatever session you're going in with them without frustration already from other stuff in your day yeah because if you already have that, they can sense that, and it just it doesn't work out, and and it's just going to be a bad experience for you and the snake, and they're going to remember that. And the next time you go in, you're you're starting, you know, two steps forward, one step back type of a thing. Like it's not really going to work out for you. See, I don't need a vengeful snake, and that's what this sounds like. To well, me. no, <laughs> no, it's, it's really not. It's just they're scared, and they remember that. Well, they also get that whole. The same reason everybody for the longest time was like retics want to eat you. I'm like, well, that's what happens when everything is wild caught. Right, yeah, and, so, yeah. and so for blood yeah. and short tails for a long time, a huge majority of them were wild caught or first generation hatched from wild caught. Yeah, uh, we're so far away from that now. You yeah. know, we're like thirty to forty years out from that. So, but that's for the, that sticks with them though. That's one of those things that has stuck with them the whole time. Is that they're mean because of that, and and they're not. I mean, I've seen tons of them. And I've I've held some of yours when we've been at shows together. They're great. Yeah, um, yeah. until they pee. Until God. Oh man, is that, I know, right? That you is the one thing I remember the most from that show. <laughs> no, no, I was like, how on earth? That's not the whole. Well, that was, was bad. So much liquid no, in this container. Matt Minotola's one is. Yes, that's the one I'm yeah. talking yep. about. Oh God, I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, how did that much come out? Of Walked into his hotel. That much liquid come out. Walked into his <laughs> hotel room and all you could smell was just shit and pee, and it was just so much of it. But just imagine moving cross country from California to Tennessee with your snakes in the cab of a U-Haul and someone pees in that. Someone or the snake? Yeah, well, the snake. Oh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Something, I guess. Would that be better? Is that more grammatically correct, James? <laughs> Long stuff can happen between California and Tennessee, so you never know. <laughs> true. Yeah, that was a brutal ride, though. There, that, that was interesting. Well, there's such a weird thing, especially if, like, so if, you, if you started out with ball pythons. Like mm-hmm. there's so much that's different about them. Just the whole like, uh, you can't wait till their first shed to feed them, or they're just gonna starve to death because they don't they're shed for die. forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I had my babies are from July and are just now going into shed. 
Wow. Well, then Darren says yeah. they, they even hiss when they don't plan on striking. That's that fat snake body thing. Like boas yeah. will do it, berms will do it. Uh, that's true. That's true. Me. They just they, they just have they have big lungs. Yeah. So the air comes they're, out. They're fast. big boned. That's all. They're big boned <laughs> yeah. and they breathe they loud. They're not fat. They're big boned. <laughs> but but yeah yeah I mean I have one I I call it talking that they're just talking, and I had I had my coworkers over and they're like okay well since I'm here you know, let me look at your snakes. And mind you, some of them are absolutely terrified. So one who's particularly not okay with it, I was like, I, I opened the tub for my nicest but biggest one that I have. Uh, actually, it's um, the 007, T-Negative yeah. 007 I, I hatched out a long time ago. She's so beautiful and so nice and so sweet, but she's talkative. So she came out and she started hissing and my coworker was out the door and said, no, thank you. Close that tub. It's okay. <laughs> Well, they don't have they don't have the friendliest face, you know. For someone that's like, they don't. Ball pythons yeah. have a goofy, friendly face, right? And corn yeah, snakes have a goofy, friendly face. Yeah, but, it's got a milk snake. It has a derpy, yeah. friendly face. <laughs> but but blood pythons have a I'm gonna fuck you up face, even if they're not. They just yeah. they're kind of like like emerald tree boas. Emerald tree boas to me always have that like I'm gonna kill you face. Just sitting it's, there. It's their head shape, I think. Their head shape yeah. and their eyes, and their head shape is just so much more chiseled. Especially if you're comparing to a ball python, um, and, and their eyes follow you, they really watch you. And then if you add the albino in it, you have these red or pink eyes that are then well, watching got, you um, and bloods, tracking. Bloods have that longer snout than ball pythons, mm-hmm. and so that, that mm-hmm. doesn't help either. Like it's, they just look me. They can't help it. It's they have a resting bitch face, and they can't help it. They do. Maybe that's why I identify so much with them. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing that's impressive is, uh, unlike ball pythons. At least all of your different colored things—they all look different for the most part. Like that's one—that's yeah. what drives me. That's going to a—I'm gonna—it's gonna be a shit on ball pythons night, and I—I and I apologize. I don't apologize. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, when is it not uh, on this show? Come I just—I hate going to a show and it's a table of brown, and and they all have a different name on them. But I'm like, it's—I mean, some of them brown. are really interesting looking. A few. I of don't them, know what they're called, so I can't tell you what they are. Very, but some of it's really neat. The very, ones I like are super expensive. Very few of them. Like you have good like, taste. That's why. I know. When you mix, like I like it when you mix like banana in, because then it looks different. I like well, anything. Well, I think with the pie. They're so far beyond banana at this point. I feel oh, yeah. banana. But banana is like a lot of stuff they're onto. years ago, James. That's fine, but a lot of stuff they're onto doesn't look as good as banana. To you, I don't know, some, some of the exanthic stuff, and I like clown a lot. Oh, see now. So. Don't, but the problem with the Xanthus stuff is it's they great don't look as like a baby. It. They don't look the same when they're grown. Mm. And it's it, disappointing. It, and that's like, speaking of that, that's another thing that I love about blood pythons is that when they're babies, they look their shittiest. And yeah. and, and they true. get better as it goes on and, and they develop more color and it gets the richness and it's, you know, the contrast comes in. But, you know, with other species and not only ball pythons, I would say... I was going to say carpet pythons, but they kind of go they for a glow better. up and then a glow down. You know, like they go up and then down a little bit. See, um, I think ball pythons are that. So the reason they work so great for the the pyramid scheme that is breeding ball pythons is because the ba- <laughs> the babies do look great. The pyramid scheme. It, you know, the babies do look great. The they babies, that's great. the best they're going to look. That time when you need to sell them is the best they're going to look. And I'm sure ball python people are like, mine looks great at four years old. Fuck off. Most of them look like dog shit as they get older they they get muted and they don't look I as mean, good don't we all it's okay no i look great <laughs> but like they yeah i don't want to say that either some <laughs> days that i'm aging better than others but today just, is not that day <laughs> there are just some snakes that get better like everybody loves green tree pythons because of the changes they go through as they get older 
right? Yeah. Bloods, they get better. Carpets, a lot of car, like a, you get a, a clutch of you baby carpets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get a jungle or they coastal. Yeah. They don't look the same as a baby's. They do as they get older, they get a lot of more color. You know, and then with like my Sambos, they look the same from day one to day <laughs> yeah, they do. It's 5,000. Like, it's the same. Corn snakes change a lot too. A lot. They do, yeah. Like, yeah. if you've got a baby Okatee corn snake, like it's hard it to go. That's going to yeah. look like an Okatee. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, so, it's crazy. It gets so pretty with age. But ball pythons mm-hmm. are just on that part where, like, they're not going to get better. But pythons are great for classroom pet, family pet, even for breeding and stuff. If that if that's what you like and that's what you're into, go for that. You know, keep that and do that because that's what you are into. It's just so I'm not into it doesn't mean, you know, whatever. Here's, here's the problem, though. Do you think that everyone that breeds ball pythons are into ball pythons? No, not necessarily. See, that's a. Do you think everyone that breeds blood pythons are into blood pythons? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah, because it's more. It's more of a specialized because it hasn't specific been specific snake. Because it hasn't been. Yeah. It's not. I feel that way about people in sandboas. If they breed sandboas, they're yep. a sandboa person. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel that uh-huh. way about people that breed retics. Mm, that's yeah. mm, you don't think? I don't think that's completely true. Really, I think. Um, dipshit out in California, and several of the people have caused general public to think retics are wake. I'm not saying they're not cool. I like retics, but we know there's a lot of people out there owning retics that don't need a 16 foot snake. Yeah. I had to rehome mine. I was sad. And it's just, and that's a, and that's a, a scary thing rehoming a big snake like that because you gotta yeah. hope it goes to a good home. It's it's not yeah. something like a ball python. I rehomed both my big snakes, and one of them I, I intended to rehome her for a while. And then I had a traumatic death in my animal family and decided that all my big snakes needed to go as well. And I held on to her until I found that right person because I don't, one, I didn't want her to be just like a snake mill, you know, like puppy mill type of thing where she was just, because she was huge. So she was ready to breed. She was like seven-ish years old, eight years old. But it's one of those, just because you have them doesn't mean you have to breed them, right? Right, right. So I had to go to someone that I knew had the space. I knew had the strength. I knew had the support that if they were interacting with the animal, they would have someone else there, you know? So you you have to think about all that stuff. And I don't think all the retic and berm breeders necessarily do that. And and this is a generalization and saying probably a small percent aren't thinking about that end factor necessarily. And I think a lot of them think they are thinking about it, but at the same time, they know they can't keep 30 snakes that are going to get 10 plus foot. So they got to sell them off. Like, yeah. You know, Darren says he thinks it's probably 50, 50 on the people that are retic people versus people that are not retic people that have retics. I think that's probably about right. I think oh, we're just guessing. So who knows? Really? I think, I think, I think it's definitely lower than what, like the percentage yeah. of ball pythons, like the number of people that are owning ball pythons versus the number of people of them that are actual ball python people. I mean, it's, but the same could be said for crested geckos. I don't think everyone yeah. that owns and breeds crested geckos are crested gecko people. Right? That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, in my house. So I have a roommate who also is into reptiles. So I have in my house, I have ball pythons. I have hognose snakes. I have corn snakes. I have a milk snake now. I have the blood python. I have cresties. I have, oh gosh, what is that big gecko? Legionis. That's great. Yep, have that. Oh, cool. Um, Lovely. Bull snake. Mm, I have my mini geckos still. Some tarantulas. I think that's all she has. I can't think if she has anything more than that. But yeah, so we have a whole bunch of, you know, everything in this house at this point. And out of all the stuff that she has, the bull snakes are what, you know, she is the most excited about. That you can tell that that is 
you know, her thing that she's super stoked on in all the different localities and all that kind of stuff. I don't remember how this tangent came about or what my point was that we have so many different species in this house. Legitimately, I have no idea what my point was. Doesn't matter. Well, but, 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 we're but talking being, about being specific being, about being a person for that species versus being a breeder of that species. Yeah. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and with the the ball pythons and the hognose, like she has them and she might breed them on the side type of thing, but it's not like her main thing. Just like, you know, I have the morning geckos and So the barking um, geckos? Uh no, I do not. I actually sold those a couple years ago to Eric oh. Burke. So he he was, you know, going with all the Australian species yeah. and doing all that, so he got those. Um my friend no, has uh, viper geckos, and every time I see those oh, things, those I'm like, so cool. those so "Oh, I freaking love them!" She had baby. Last time we were over at her place, she had babies. That's so neat. If oh. I, I mean, I'm so I'm bad at feeding lizards. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact my roommate has crested geckos, um, oh yeah, I said that. So the fact that she has crested geckos, I get to steal some of her food sometimes, just a little tiny bit to give those guys. But um, yeah, I don't think if I did any other type of lizard or gecko again, that it would be very beneficial to that animal. Yeah. Every time I go to her place, she's, she's got most, well, at her shop, she has lizards. She has like a lot of uh, smaller geckos and other like anoles that most people don't have. So it's kind of cool. But yeah, I see all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, this is not me. I've got, look, we've, uh-huh. got, we've got this chameleon that is a pain. Uh, but awesome. <laughs> and then I've got these two emerald skinks and that's like, that's more yeah. than enough lizards for me to have to deal with. Um, yeah. I, can't I got do three it. lizards and I'm good and they're tiny. So we're good. I got three in my classroom, but I, I don't take care of them except for the summer. My kids do it all. Yeah. yeah. That's why I have like the Guinea pigs the same way. I don't do anything with her. They 100% take care of the animals in my classroom. They feed them. They change their water. They change their bedding. They get them out and hold them, yeah. you know, that yeah. sort of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, Nathan says it's scarier adopting a huge snake. He prefers to learn its attitude as it grows. I agree. I, I've got, I like that too. too. I, I agree too. All of my large female boas right now were bought as breeder females. I don't handle them. Like, cause I, cause I just, you, you don't know them. Yeah. I don't, I don't trust. Like, I've had them strike at me here or there. And I'm like, I, yeah. I don't have the, the want to calm them down. I'm like, look, I bought you as a breeder and it sounds bad. Look, they're taken care of. They're fine. Right. But I'm not going to take them out and go and show people like, this is a cool snake versus like my Louisiana pine snake. I'm definitely going to take out and show people like, Hey, look, this really cool snake. Right. And I have some in my collection too, where she specifically is a breeder and, and this may sound, you know, bad too, but she'll go to a good home once I, I rehome her. But once I get the genetic combination yeah. that I want, then I'm, I'm good. And that, that was part of me, you know, bringing my collection down was figuring out what animals I had multiples of and finding the one that had, you know, best color, best attitude. Like I got, I rehomed a beautiful, beautiful T negative female ready to breed, but she was the spawn of Satan and I just got tired of it. And someone else liked her pattern, liked her color because she was beautiful and, and was okay with the challenge of her personality. And, um, and, and that's when you know beauty doesn't cut it all the time yeah. so so she went but thinking about the animals that you're going to pare down to that was that was an interesting process because i had a good amount and a lot that you know i've bred myself i've decided i don't want to do borneos but i have one project that i want to finish but once that project finishes you know i would probably you know rehome the parents at some point or you know sell them as breeders or whatever it might be because 
I wanted the product and I spent so much time buying what could make that product. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and like sense. this, sounds, it sounds terrible because, you know, you're using, I'm using verbs like, or adjectives, nouns. Oh my God, Katie, don't kill me. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm saying that they're a product, but you know, <sighs> No, I get what you're saying, though. Like, you went into that for a specific project to see what you could accomplish. And I get that. But I have a small room now, and, you know, that's all the room I have. So if I'm going to go into the Sumatran project more, there are other projects that I'm going to have to take back and and figure that out because I don't want to get more than the 35-ish that I have. Well, and I don't think that's a problem. You... And so that's why there's so many different types of people in the hobby, right? There's people that get a pet. I do have a problem with people that get a, a retic or a berm as a pet. It's their one snake. They get it as a baby because they got at a show and they go, oh, this is great. And then it gets to 10 foot and they get rid of it. I don't have a problem with them getting rid of it because I don't want someone to keep something that they don't feel comfortable with and they shouldn't have. But you I mean, should- I'm one of those people. You're talking – like that's me. You're talking to me. So <laughs> I'm not taking offense. I fall in this no, category no. too. It's okay. But right. Like, yeah. It, more people should do research into certain animals. It's different than getting something because it was an impulse buy at a show and then it got too big or whatever and you got rid of it versus you're buying a project, you're a breeder, you're trying to get to a certain thing. You can't keep every time you produce a litter or a clutch, you're obviously going to keep one or two. You can't yeah. do that for several years in a row or else you'll have way too many snakes and you're going to have you know something that looks better than this one. Why would you keep the one that doesn't look as good because that's not the direction you're going in? Yeah. Yep. So I think that that's two different two different directions, but I just as far as like the the getting rid of pets, I, I it's fine getting rid of one and not keeping it and letting it suffer. But I just wish people would do more research before they get stuff. Well, and then you've got people like me who do a bunch of research and think it's going to be amazing, and then they get it and they're like, I, I "This get that is too. not what I thought no, this was going to be." I get that and, too. Yeah. But yeah. I feel bad. But I personally feel bad when I have when I rehome something because I'm like, okay, I had it for like six months and now I'm I'm done. So okay, like, let's I go. Failed. I, but, I failed as a keeper. But at the same time, you're not going to throw that animal on Craigslist or something. Oh goodness, no! Like I'm like, gonna find it a legit place before I, you know. And so that's well, another and, thing. And we know the people too. Yeah. Like you, you guys especially know a heck of a lot of people yeah. that you know that animal could potentially go to. Oh right, right. And so that's I don't that's that's what worries me with so many I see so many retics and not burns aren't sold as much as anymore but a lot of retics right now and then you know what happens to them that not all of them end up with someone like you who finds a home for them and a lot of them do end up on the Craigslist and so and then someone's on Craigslist goes Craigslist still a thing yeah I didn't know that was still a thing I thought it closed I, down I haven't gone on it in forever oh, oh it's still a thing people still put animals on there all the time so crazy because there are some uh, shadier pet stores in the area that. Their thing they do in the morning is surf Craigslist to find animals oh, to put in the pet store. Whatever animals in resale. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not a huge fan of that either, but. That's where I got my ball pythons when I first started with Craigslist. Yeah. Crazy. That's why I had a bunch of double heads that probably wouldn't have proved out either. That's <laughs> 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 a whole different thing. <laughs> double heads, normals, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> exactly. Dinkers, isn't that a thing? D- Dinker is a dinker project. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But. Yeah, it's collections are weird, and and you know, right now we've talked about it a few times on the show before. There's so many people you see like every week, people getting out of the whole hobby, selling an entire collection here and there. Oh yeah. Um, I I, I myself couldn't do that, even if I were to downsize. 
I couldn't get out of the hobby. Like that's not a thing. That's not a option for me. Yeah. I don't ever see us not having some type of reptile. Well, it's like I knew April was downsizing. I was like, there's no way she's getting rid of everything. Like that's not an option for April. (laughs) No, I don't. I think, I mean, like I wouldn't get rid of anything, period. Like I would keep them until they died because they are like, you know, Jack the Ripper. He's my, my go-to T negative and I will never sell him. He will never leave my house, my possession. He will be with me until he dies. And I think that's going to end up if if I were to get out of it fully, which I don't plan to. But if that was to be the case, it would be that I sold the animals that were only breeders, keep the pet only, and then they would stay with me until you know the end of their life. And yeah. then I just wouldn't get any more. I wouldn't buy more. So I'm really glad that you mentioned you would sell the breeders and keep the pet only because we have some at our, our house who are purchased for breeders. They're the ones that don't have names. Most of them don't have yep. names anymore because I don't, I don't, it's going to sound bad. I don't tend to buy pets. Now, it's not true. I do have some things that like, they're a breeder. And we are emotionally attached to that animal. But even if not like. More so than you would be a regular animal. So like, like the Indian, the pair of Indian Samboas. I'm not emotionally attached to them, but they're really cool. And that's not something I would get rid of. That is not on the list of things. If I was going to downsize, I'm not getting rid of those two. Did you give them crickets right. when you came up here? I did not. He is very angry with you. Oh, well, he'll get over it. <laughs> the little, like, I looked over his shoulder and the skink is just, like, in the corner staring at us. Like, hello, <laughs> where is my food? Um, You forgot something. Um, but they're but definitely, like, Luna, like, my corn snake in my yeah. classroom. She is 100% a pet. Or, you know? look, mm-hmm. like, my Russian Sambo is I got from Jason. Mm-hmm. Those aren't going anywhere. Those oh, are, those no. are, but I've got a rack full of breeder Kenyan Samboa, like normal females that if I needed to make room, those would be the first things that are going to go. Like, I don't, there's no, I don't say there's not an emotional attachment because I know it's starting to sound like we just look at them as, as cattle, but I mean, at some point I've got 10 of the same thing. I don't need 10 of the same thing. I mean, I, I get you. I think all of my Sumatrans at this point, I would keep all the ones that, I, except actually my um, albino orange head. I would potentially sell her. I probably would, honestly. But all my my black Sumatrans, I would 100% keep all of them because I just, I love them so much. Yeah. Well, like the. No, I can't say that. I can't say 100%, but it would go to someone extremely special if I did. I was just about to say, yeah. (laughs) I can't say that I would keep 100% of them, but they definitely would go to someone who was into that project, want to continue it on. Cause like I have lineage for every single one of them. That and I would have. appreciate what you have. That's right. the other thing. Yeah. It's not just a black snake and a rat. Mm-hmm. Well, I like mean, the, I technically it is, but the calabars know. bows that are over here that I got from Travis, like those don't have names, but I'm looking super forward to trying to breed those. Like right. that is, that is something that people don't really breed in captivity. And I'm, I just want, I want to do that at some point. So that's a project with, that's not going anywhere. That is here. And, or my rubber bows, like my rubber bows. Fucking, oh, you still have them? Oh, I, fuck, I had lost one male last year when it came out of brumation. Oh, uh, but I still have one point or 1.2. Uh, but I freaking love those things. Those aren't going anywhere. So, you know, I think knowing you need to downsize collections is a big thing. So we go back to that whole, the whole um, Noah's Ark of effect that people have when they just, their collection grows exponentially. Uh, mm-hmm. That's how I felt when we cleaned out the garage last week. 
<laughs> I get that it's not animals, but the non-animal people like, that are listening to this, this? Oh. it's okay. <laughs> when you just get to the point where you're like, stuff's got to go. I mean, you have things that you're willing to part with. There were things when you picked it up in the garage, I hesitated. And I'm like, nope, I hesitated. We can get rid of it because I hesitated. But if I didn't mm-hmm. hesitate, it wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> It's that whole like what? Oh gosh, what's her name? The that Marie whole bring Kondo. me joy thing. Yeah. Yes. Does yeah. it bring me joy? I open the tub. Does it bring me joy? I was no, all for that. I was all for that until her chapter on how to get rid of books in your life, and I'm like, I just close <laughs> that shit right up. I don't need that negativity in my life. Right. I'm I was like, this. peace out. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but I think I think a lot of people could avoid burnout by downsizing. Just just mm-hmm. downsize. You don't have to get rid yeah. of everything. I think so. That's why when I see these people, they get rid of their entire collection. In my mind, they're not reptile people. I, I downsized and I unplugged from social media. Yeah, and I know a lot of folks do that. Refreshing. Yeah. I also wonder how many people don't downsize because they're afraid of how people in the hobby will look at them for getting rid of some things, but not everything. Yeah, because like I said, like I said earlier, if I get something and like six months in, I'm like, this is not what I thought I wanted. You know, if if I do that frequently, then I get labeled as the person who is indecisive with Mm -hmm. her pets. And, you know, yeah, we tend to talk shit about people like that. There's some people I'm like, oh, you're growing your collection. Well, you'll sell it again in a year or two. Yeah. And then, you know, they go back into it like it's a cycle. And 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 yeah, you know. Like, oh, she's posting now? Uh, she probably just wants to sell something. You know you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get, you know, those those judgments on you. And you know what? Screw other people and what they think. They're not living your life and not paying your bills, so it doesn't matter. Right. However, not everyone necessarily has that viewpoint. So, yeah. You know, but yeah, or I didn't if you do, it that. took you a while in See, your life to get to that point. Right, right. But, I, but it's, not I like, mean, it's not like you're ahead. getting 20 of something new and then getting rid of it in six months and getting 20 of something different. Again, like Katie, you're talking about like you got whatever lizard it is. And go, ah, this lizard's not the one for me. Get rid of it and get a box turtle and go, oh, I like box turtles. I like this. But you didn't go out and try and get an outrageous amount of box turtle. I mean, technically you can't because it's illegal. But anyways, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's not, it's it's. Alice different. is enough. I need <laughs> no more box turtles in my life. <laughs> there, there's so many different types of reptiles that I understand getting one or two of this and then getting something else and then trying something else because – and I think that's not bad because I think more people, if they were willing to try other reptiles than crested gecko, ball python, bearded dragon, they would find one they like more that they don't get tired of, that they don't want to get rid of. Yeah, potentially. You know, you see so many bearded dragons. We, we've owned so many. We've never, I think we've bought one bearded dragon our entire life. And he was an asshole. He was a dick. Uh, Mine was too. He was a jerk. What a dick. The only one we ever spent money on. What an asshole. And he had a cool morph and he was all red. He was such a jerk. And you just wanted one that would chill with you and sit on your shoulder. Yeah, me too. And mine was such a jerk. Mm -hmm. Like, you are not what I signed up for. No. But then we've owned probably 10 other bearded dragons that we've rehomed at different points. That we've rehomed at different points because people have reached out to us. Hey, I can't take this. So we will then. We we actually haven't done that a lot since we moved to Texas. Because we don't have the same connections that we had. We don't. There's so many other reptile people too. There's so many (laughs) other people here. Whereas in where we were in Louisiana in the middle of nowhere, there weren't a lot of reptile people. But that's what I mean. I I think they called us. All these people. Well, they went with Bearded Dragon because usually they went to PetSmart and that's what they were told they needed to get because it's the best pet lizard. And then they didn't like it and they got rid of it. And they're like, it's not. It's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> the setup for a Bearded Dragon is insane. It's ridiculous. 
Yeah. But had they started with a leopard gecko or some of the other cool smaller gecko species or some of the like almost anything these, these emerald skinks are freaking amazing if you want an animal that is going to be a cool thing to watch mm-hmm. and interact with. They're an amazing, but so many people don't know about them because they're not the top four things sold at a reptile show or at PetSmart. And, yeah. and they never get around to that because they get so burnt out because they don't know to try other stuff. And they don't know there's other oh things gosh. out there. Going into a reptile show, like back before I had any restraint, and even now when I have it, it's hard to not buy more than what you intended. Yeah. Or, you know, something just looked cool and the price was right. And then you get it and then you come home and, you know, you have it for a little bit and you realize, why did I even get this? What was the plan here? And I there like, wasn't because yeah. it gotcha. It yes. did. Gotcha. I like supporting people. So I'm like, what can I buy? Let me buy things from people to support <laughs> yeah. their business. And right. I don't necessarily need what I'm buying. I'm bad. Mm-hmm. I'm bad about yep. that. But at least I know that or, about myself. Or, so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Or you have the people that um you intend to buy one animal and they'll say, Well, I'll throw in this other animal for, you know, fifty percent off. Yeah. That's how you got one well, of your cards from Russell. I never <laughs> wanted that animal. You know, I have one of those and I'm like, I didn't want this. It's a beautiful animal. I'm like, I didn't really intend to get this i have a pink <laughs> you know, i have I a pink corn this. snake because i said one time look at this, I was like this pink corn snake is really cool and then he guilted my oh here you go <laughs> he guilted well he guilted my kid he goes hey i'll give you this one for this price and this no, one no, for this. No, no. she went over to buy her first corn snake she wanted to buy it from russell she goes over and yeah. he talked to her like he acknowledged her she had questions and she said this is my budget this yeah. is how much money I'm able to spend. And he looked at me and I said, she's been saving her money. This is her money. Like this isn't coming from us. So she's, yeah. this isn't flexible for her. And he was like, okay. And so he had taken that one and he's like, I tell you what, he's like, go ask your dad if he'll do this for yeah. this. I'll give you, I'll give you both snakes. of them for this price. And I was like, son of a bitch, Russell. So she goes sprinting across the herd show to get to daddy's table. <laughs> This is the first herd show wrong. we ever took her to. I, it's, I have, but the problem is I have, I have no plans to breed those corn snakes mm-hmm. at all. I mean, does she keep them as a pet or are they just part of your collection? They're in my you collection. Well, she's in there. She'll hold it. It's hers. She'll she'll take it out and everything. Yeah. But I mean, she's a 12-year-old. She forgets it was, shit that yeah, exists it's, it's not right in front of her. We don't right? want to put it in her bedroom. So. Um, right. And and I ended up, my, my snake, it's a, it's a super salmon ghost so it's this bright pink like barbie pink corn snake that i feel like i remember when you got that yeah it's super cool <laughs> yeah you were super excited about the it. pictures but, don't do it justice yeah, well, you can't go pick, you can't, can't get, get good, good pictures, pictures it's impossible it. can't get the, reds yeah, the and red pinks and don't show up mm-hmm. Mm-mm. um but but yeah i don't have any plans but at the same time i don't plan on getting rid of it it's it's really cool and i don't that's that's one of those things that's on that edge like i won't get rid of it but it's it's, it's always gonna take up space in my snake room it's gonna be there because because I'm not going to get rid of it because yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's look at some of the things. The con- Priscilla said, it seems more common to sell slash give away fish in fish keeping to have oh, to have something that fits better or get something new. So, so I think that way of thinking is not a huge issue. But if you're looking from keeping cats and dogs perspective to do that is like blasphemy. Yes. Yeah. Like you get a dog and then six yeah. months later you're like, is it working for me? Which, and- which is crazy because if you're talking like, Koi, goldfish, those things are living 50 years. Yeah. If taken care of properly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but that's interesting. But yeah, you're that's like the, the devil the incarnate if it's <laughs> it a dog or a cat. And, and you know, like with a mammal, it needs it needs the attention that people that say I can't give my reptile the attention mm-hmm. it needs. No, the mammal actually needs yeah. that. Right. And you know, you might be doing it a huge. You got the wrong breed for the house that you're in. And you again, know, like don't get an Australian Shepherd if you live in an apartment. That's yes. not going to work for you. Correct. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, so if people have to do that, it's better for the animal. So why is that so terrible? <laughs> you know, like it just, it's. See, and, uh, my, and my problem is not with the getting rid of animals. I don't. I don't have the problem now. Again, I go back to you got to get rid of them the proper way, and and that's a big problem with cats and dogs, right? There's so many cats and dogs yeah. that are just dropped that's on the side bad. of the road. Yeah. Uh, and They're that, wild dogs now. Yeah. I, <laughs> And it's, Do you guys have a lot of those in Texas? I feel like that would be like a thing. Cats, fucking cats. No, she means like wild dogs, like out in like the woods and stuff. No, yeah. I mean like, no, like, like dropping like off your dogs and they no. become wild. No. Yeah, no, like no. straight cats. No, no, no. Yeah, cats. A lot of big. fucking cats. Mm. Uh, if there were more dogs, there would be less cats. I don't know. It's just a lot of cats. Maybe. Well, <laughs> uh, I've always said one thing though: dogs are stupid. We've bred them to be stupid. That's why you see dogs in the wild starve, and you don't see that many cats starve. Cats are still small murdering machines, and they're going to feed themselves. <laughs> dogs are – they're dumb. They're going to go look for garbage. And, I mean, I love my dog, but if she got loose, she's not surviving oh, on her own. she ain't making it. She ain't making it on her. But she's going to get hit by a car within the first hour. She's going to – I think – I mean, mine would probably get hit by a car, but I think they might make it if they mm-hmm. don't get hit by a car. <laughs> no, she's running into the street and getting hit by a car. I guarantee that's what's oh, yeah. happening to Millie. Yeah, she, she has no situational <laughs> really? awareness. She's just Poor gone. Millie. Yeah. She's just gone. I mean, she but runs into like inter- the walls in our house when she turns corners. Like, oh, she, she falls down the stairs. She falls down the stairs on a regular basis. You like, you hear oh her come running God. down, and you hear her take a wrong step, and boom, boom, and she falls at the bottom. <laughs> like, what a dumbass! And then she dog. comes out still wagging her tail. Like, yep. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb dogs are the best. <laughs> But uh, but I think it's really interesting that, um, you know, you correlate that to the fish world, too. I'm sure there's other hobbies like that that we're not even yeah, aware I'm, of necessarily that the same kind of things are going are happening. I think a lot of it comes with how how much we feel people should be connected to the animal they have. You know, with fish, a lot of people don't feel a connection with fish. Now, I, I disagree because I, I had a catfish that I bawled my fucking eyes out over when he died. Yeah. That was um, sad. But at the same time, I've gotten rid of – I had someone gave me a huge clown knife. And uh, the day it took it the swallowed it, one of my fish that I liked. It went to go after one of the catfish. It, it, he was it had, done. It's I, gone. I, I looked, the bitch is gone. I looked up and one of my catfish was in its mouth, and I was able to get my catfish out of its mouth. And I, like the next five minutes, it was posted online. Who wants this for free? Come get it. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> He's not even kidding. Like we had somebody that I think y'all met at like PetSmart or something, and you literally oh, had yeah. that thing in a bucket with an air stone. Yep, and you were like, "Here it. you go. You can have the whole setup." <laughs> So like, You're like, I like certain, like, I have my limits. You cannot yeah. do that. As soon as I saw it try to eat fish that I liked, I'm like, you're fucking gone. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I, but I went through the proper route. They, that person I gave it to had the, t- the proper setup. They had, so mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like I just said, hey, here's a fish. I just need to get rid of it. Or I didn't go throw it in the local pond or something. Right. Was, oh right. gosh. That would be like worst thing you could do. See, anal side exotics. Uh, I think it was, it, it was one of the fish that got lost in the great fish kill of 2022. Uh, That's what we're calling it now. I fucking died. <laughs> but uh, it was, what the heck it was happened? I bought one, <laughs> one fish oh from PetSmart. And Killed all of my fish got tank. ick, and I treated them, and they died. Except for the giant Danios. Except for three giant Danios, which are can't still kicking. <laughs> Those guys won't die. 
Uh, but like that's when my, my like seventeen year old Raphael catfish died. That's what it was. That was oh. But the one that got eaten was not the one that got eaten uh, was my bumblebee catfish. Because mm-hmm. I looked. He up, did fine though. I got him out. and He was fine. He just died with everything else when they all died. Dang. Oh. I could have cooked. I'm not gonna. I mean, it was very small. I would have had to cooked it. it no, it's not. It's not a. It's not a good cooked huge. catfish. Uh, Our tank's not that big. <laughs> it would be course one of twenty five. Oh, the clown knife. Yes, you could eat the clown knife. It was a pretty good size clown. Knife. Although it's not like Are those are one that kind of look like ribbons. Yes, but you can go to Florida. Yeah, they're, they're, they have them. In, you cool. can, they have them now in Florida, and you can go fish for them, and they're like two foot long. They're fucking massive over there. Are they supposed to be? In Florida? No, 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 no. They're one of those things that you can go fish for. Those snakeheads, peacock bass. Uh, Midas cichlids, uh, all sorts of cichlids out there that you can go fish for. In that. like a controlled environment? No, no, they're in the canals all throughout Southern Florida. Oh, they're invasive God. now. Oh yeah. God! Because people let them out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You you can go catch giant clown knives. People go fishing for giant clown knives down there in South Florida. Oh my goodness! I don't like water like that. I would be freaked out if I was like snorkeling and Sorry, one came I by me it. like that. Like, what was that noise? I accidentally kicked the stand. <laughs> I turned. My hips are finally not hurting when I sit in the chair, but I turned so I could stretch my legs out better without knocking my knee against the edge of the. Let's seat. try not to scare the calabars. I know. I felt felt real bad. I was like, ah. I, I need I need them to I need them to fuck at some point. They're not gonna do it if they're scared. No. Right. Uh, oh, what are you guys? What are you like pairing up this year? Uh I don't know. So I, I held off on some of the boas, trying to get rid of some of the other boa babies before I started breeding. But I think I'm going to pair up. Let's see. I've got a Super Sun Glow male boa that I produce. So this is the one I'm really looking forward to because I have never produced something from something I produced. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, congrats. That's exciting. So I'm looking forward. I tried to pair him up last year, and he didn't go. Another one of my males went that I had bought, and, and it produced a great litter. But uh, So I'm looking forward to Super Sun Glow male to... My, I've got a hypo jungle possible het albino female that I got to prove out to see if she is. So that's one. (laughs) Uh, Trying to follow. (laughs) And then I've got the super sun glow male that I want to breed to a motley uh, female that is supposed to be het albino. So I can get some like super sun glow motleys and stuff like that. Or some sun glow motleys and stuff like that. Oh, this is going to be a very ignorant question. Um, But I only deal with snakes that lay eggs. So. Can, does it like you go in your snake room and it smells different when everything like is out of the animal? Like all I don't, the I don't notice a huge smell from and, it. And goo, like and when they're born. And yeah, smell? yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't, I mean, you you've been in there. I am clean. so sensitive to the smells that come from your snake room, and I don't think there is a smell. No. See, and that's and that's a <laughs> lot of a like lot I can egg. walk in my house and be like something didn't eat, and yep. he can yep. go or, or regurgitate. Oh, I can oh, yeah. do that too. Yeah, I regurgitate. Yeah. I regurgitate. I can smell from now. What does get I mean, me like, sometimes? Something smells dead in my mm-hmm. room. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, something is dead in this house. Some of the things that eat like small mice and pinky mice, sometimes that smells not that strong, and like they'll take it from me. They'll wrap it. I thought they ate it, and they and freaking then, hide it. And then I go to do a like a bed change at some point. I'm like, oh look, there's a mummy in here. <laughs> so dried out a small mouse that I did not know that was here because it never smelled. It never. I never got flies. Yeah. You know, they're so small they dry they're out so pretty small. quick. Uh, especially keeping it on Aspen, not on. I was like, gonna say, especially if it's on Aspen, it'll yeah. suck out all that moisture. Yeah, yeah if you're, I'm not keeping them on. It's on stuff that's not, you know, they're not on a uh, reptile chip or something where it's gonna be wet and get nasty and gross. Yeah, but then like, there's definitely some where you walk in and go, "That's a regurg." Like, I know the smell. That's why when you go to like a zoo or something, if you're a reptile person, you know the smell of a dead rat. Like, yeah, if you're walking you around, and you're like, "There's a dead rat somewhere at the zoo. I yes. can smell it." Yes, you do. Uh, you don't want to smell that when you're like. 
at a restaurant or something. Like, that's yeah. dead right. <laughs> what the fuck is- that's when you leave. <laughs> yeah, no, that is not what you want to smell. Oh, that's funny. But, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> so so sidetracked from wherever I was going. I uh, person just says, I'm going to breed ball pythons again. Probably not. I've done it once. And, uh, oh, that you're going to breed them? Yeah, I, I did it once, and I did, oh. not, did not get what I wanted, and I'm probably not going to do it again. But you, but you did it and didn't even know it took. Yeah, so but does still it didn't, count? As, I still paired them. Okay. What does it, I mean, how many times, I pair mine, and I question them, like, every single day if they've ovulated oh, or not, or just, if this is a, a pre-lay shed. They, or, lived together, <laughs> they lived together for months, and I never saw anything. I was like, ah, yeah. fuck it, and I'll separate it, and I'll feed them out. And I was feeding, and... I walked in one day and there she is, coiled around eggs. I'm like, the fuck? Okay. Oh, okay. And right. not a single banana of the three surviving babies. I didn't get a single banana. I got ripped off. Oh, All I wanted was to produce one banana. And I didn't get it. So I'm, I don't know. I may breed them again because I'm not getting rid of my banana and I'm probably going to keep the female. But I need two other males. What the I'm, heck? You still have them and you talk so much crap about <laughs> Wapaikon? I do. Oh my Look, God. I told you I like bananas. I, oh, I, goodness. I, uh, so I, I've said before on here, I don't, I don't hate ball pythons, the species itself. I hate ball python people that have ruined them for me. Like, okay. not, but and not all ball. Like, look, we know plenty of ball python breeders that are not yeah, I what breeders. I consider what I don't consider as ball python people. You know, the annoying fucking ones that think they're now a genetics wizard and they barely passed high school biology and they want to tell <laughs> you how to properly take care of this animal that they couldn't pin a point on a map where it even came from. Like, oh, that's a problem. Those are the ones that annoy me. Like, I wonder how I w- many. I might have a little bit of trouble finding Indonesia. But at least you know it came from Indonesia. <laughs> I can't tell you where it was. It's like, okay. Like, there's, there's ones from the, the ball pythons that probably couldn't even tell you they come from Africa. They're like, they come from a deli cup. That's their natural habitat, the deli cup. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's it's annoying. That's okay though. Uh, uh, he says in the chat says then you can't be the same as Justin look Justin Kabilka and I are the same I bred ball pythons he bred ball pythons we're the same <laughs> right we're the exactly exact same. the same exact same there's no difference nah, I, th- I think he has marketing down now I've got genetics we're down. the same I there's a top notch collection <laughs> there's nothing he can do that I can't we're the same nothing yeah sorry that was probably my mic <laughs> oh sound. my gosh but uh <laughs> Let's so let's get let's get to the question. We can get back to other stuff later. Let's go ahead and get to our Ooh, question. Great question. And Jesus Christ and fucking Danielle did not shut up. We, she, it blew up my phone more than normal. Really it was great. <laughs> well, they got into conversations on there. I was like, Jesus Christ. That's what we like, though. That's what we like. From people right. I, that I don't know, I fucking know them. It just annoys me. Our question this week was, where do you keep your animals? Bedroom, snake room, garage, warehouse. Which goes back, I think Darren asked earlier if you uh, you and your roommate keep your animals in the same room. So we'll get to that later. We'll answer that question. Okay. Um, okay. But let's go through. This, there was like 50 answers here. So, again, part of that 50 was Danielle and whoever having a full-on conversation in the comments section. Uh, okay. Engagement brings your post to the top. <laughs> Revision Reptile says, over the years – like our hobby has evolved, starting as setups in various locations in the living room, they quickly upgraded to a dedicated room in the house. Currently, we're in the process of moving them into the garage after fully insulating and closing it off. We're yeah, also been located. Them do that. Well, they're also located in Southern California, so weather there is nothing like that's not a huge issue for them. They, uh, you know, yeah, their human family grew, so the snakes are going into the garage now. 
See? And he has the aquatic snakes, the elephant trunk snakes. The old, the, uh, wow. the old penis snakes. Yeah, yeah I know. The old floppy penis, <laughs> floppy penis snakes. Lord. Well, okay. I'm not even going to comment. So. <laughs> Have you ever, you, you've held one. I, no, not not yeah, a floppy yeah. penis. The, well, maybe that too, but the, it's the snake. God, yes, James. I've held the snake. <laughs> so that's just flaccid penis snakes. Oh my God. Yeah, they're, they're definitely odd, but he, I think in the, in the private sector that I am aware of, Tony has been doing phenomenal with, with things with those animals and their habitat. <laughs> He's doing a, a really great job. What? Our kid just texted me the three dots. <laughs> What? She could apparently hear you wherever she is in the house. And oh. so she texted me just the three ellipses. Oh, anyways. <laughs> the so elephant <sighs> elephant trunk snakes are one of those snakes on my list of things I would love to own, but I know that I couldn't own. Oh no, not everything that they need and no. Mm-mm. I'm not I'm not an aquatic snake person. Like I think tentacled snakes are really cool, but I'm not gonna own tentacled snakes. Like that's Mm-mm. Like I have fish, I don't want my fish hobby and my snake hobby to intermingle. That's not. I'm just keeping everything on land. Yeah, follow Revision Reptiles though if you want cool videos of them hunting live fish and stuff. It's really cool. Okay, then I have to do that. Go yeah. check out Revision Reptiles. Check out their their flaccid penis snakes. Vlog City. <laughs> uh, our friends over at Focus Cute Habitats, which I promise the sign is gonna get hung up at some point from Focus Cute. Our our gumbo sign. I just suck. It, the Aren't problem. they a sponsor for you guys? Weren't they a sponsor? No, they're just friends. No, they just made the sign. They're just friends. They're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> they just made him something. And they, Stephen was so proud Stephen, of the surprise. Stephen was like, and you got to come pick this up. And he just took like a picture of the corner. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? Like, I didn't. No clue. Like, I don't need but a we drove cage. I mean, I'll take an a hour to get it. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know what this is, but I'm driving. And he kept asking me, he was like, what are we getting? I'm like, dude, I have no clue. Like, I genuinely. They were I'm like, not bring a part the truck. of the surprise. <laughs> yeah, fucking, they were like, bring the truck. I was like, oh, okay. Fucking love the sign. It's yeah. amazing. I just got to get it hung back up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what'd they say? <laughs> so they said garage, upstairs, game room, kitchen, dining room, and front bedroom. That doesn't shock me. Like I, I imagine that, because one, they don't have kids. Uh, it's just okay. the two of them. So they just have shit everywhere. That does not shock me. She also has like croc monitor and the water monitor. So those are two that take up a lot of room. Massive. Yeah. I, I would assume those would be the garage, so you have all the space for them. I guess. It's just croc monitor. Or maybe not. It's, all, it's so much fun. Croc monitor, another one that I think is the coolest thing that I will never fucking oh, own. Oh, yeah. I have mad respect for people that keep them properly. I just like having like fingers and not bleeding. So that's... <sighs> yeah, their teeth are... Ooh, they're a horrifying. Like, I, I like croc monitors more than Komodos. Anytime I see a zoo with croc monitors, I'm like, that's cool. Komodos are cool, and they get all the love, and they're a giant lizard, and they're neat. But a big, full-grown croc monitor reminds me so much of, like, Velociraptors from Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, with their, their face, their yes. eyes. Yeah, oh. I see yeah. that. Yeah, I can see that, too. So, uh, Mark Anderson said, every single room in the house, along with Ooh. some other rooms and spaces at friends and family's houses. That, those are good friends and family. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no kidding. It, you you may want to down. We talked about downsizing earlier. You may want to... <laughs> You may, you may want to downsize to your house alone. That that's, oh, uh, that's funny. Uh, Jamie Lee Kozler Kozler said living room, entry room, bedroom, and if and when I quarantine, they go in the bathroom. Uh, for the ones we're expecting to show up this week, we are likely quarantining them in their son's room. Uh, when the oldest moves out, they'll have a new snake room. See, get rid oh, of kids, and you have that. more snake rooms. <laughs> Is that what you're going to do to Joe's room when she goes to college? Yeah. 
She's going to come back home. To, she's just going to sleep on the futon she when she sleep. comes home. Yeah. She's like, what happened to my room? I'm like, you mean the second snake room? I don't know what you're talking you about. You can have a cot. There you go. <laughs> you can sleep in there, I guess. I don't want to tell you. It's going to be warm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason Creekmore said, living room. Feels like I have a little piece of rainforest in there. Uh, my oh, wife watches cool. TV and I watch the Crested's Cage out of the corner of my eye until oh, yeah. uh, they wakes up and starts moving around. I have a couple of students in my class. I've had to move away from animals they get- because they get distracted and will just sit and watch <laughs> the animal in the classroom. So I have to move them to like yep. the other side of the room from the cage so they'll focus on class. I mean, I can see that. Well, look, with the – oh, your chameleon's crawling around. He's probably hungry too. Uh, you can go feed him if you need it. Food's up here. Okay. <laughs> uh, like mine the, out yet? Oh, the no. little skinks here. I'll I'll watch them. They're they're fun. Uh, our friend Megan says tortoises and turtles live outside, uh, but go in the garage mm-hmm. when the winter sets in. And kitty pools. The rest of the animals have their own room that doubles as her office, and then her quarantine spaces includes any available room, bedroom, bathroom, whatever else is available in the house as a quarantine space. And uh, to note, quarantine is very important. Very I'm important. Glad, glad you guys have quarantine spaces. Yes. That are a separate room completely. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've said it before on here. I lost all of my boas probably 12 years ago to not quarantine. Every, mm-hmm. every, or you get like mites that oh, go crazy. Oh, fuck. Don't say that word. I know. I've got. The devil. I got PTSD <laughs> from mites. PTSD. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I believe I, it. I moved I here and it. got mites, and oh god, it was fucking horrible. Oh gosh. Ugh. Yeah, that's not fun. Uh, let's see. Kevin Lee Council says I turned my second bedroom into a tropical snake room, keeping ambient temperatures Ooh. around seventy-eight. Ugh. That uh, sounds terrible. That is not a bedroom anymore. Don't call it a second bedroom. It's a swamp house. <laughs> no, she was just texting me. What? You're getting rid of my room? <laughs> <laughs> none. None of your friends want to come stay in your seventy-eight degree room with humidity that's around sixty to sixty percent. That's not a bedroom anymore. Uh, they also That's have a like rosy. A I know. To me. <laughs> they also have a rosy boa that stays in the living room due to its different parameters. Yeah, I will. S- I will say one thing. If I, if I were going to keep snakes based off of how I feel and how I live, it'd be like montane vipers or something because you can do like an air conditioned room. Yeah. Because like Cody and Pia's when we went in Florida to Cody and Pia's, you walked into their montane room and it was like sixty something degrees in there. And like, this is beautiful. It was amazing. <laughs> I was like, I automatically love every snake in this room, and I want these. This is where I want to live. What? Sorry, my coworker was. It's anyways. Okay, <laughs> our buddy Paul Paul Byfield, who's in the thing, says I have a snake room for my ball pythons because he likes ball pythons for some reason. Uh, quarantine in the kitchen. His Japanese rat snakes are also in the kitchen. And he has two ah, in his home cool. office. Japanese rat snakes are cool. Yeah, so one I that cool. I won't get, but I think they're cool. <laughs> Uh, Catherine Frank says, traditionally, I've had snake room or basement. What's a basement? Basement? Yeah, I don't know what those are. I live in the South. We don't have basements. <laughs> that would be an indoor swimming pool down here. That turns to a swimming pool. Uh, this, uh, But this move, I'm going to going for a house, a snake house. Snakes everywhere. Oh, that'd be nice. They're going to have snakes yeah. everywhere in their house. Okay. Now they're going to have a separate house. Uh, Jack says, cause I'm, look, I'm, I'm doing good to get Jack's first name. Cause it's Jack, but starts with an S, uh, v- ver, let's see if I can do the last name. Where is it? Donk. Nope, I got nothing. For, for, uh, yep. Sorry, Jack. Hey, it took forever to get his first name. Uh, I have a reptile room for all my reptiles. Cause it's an S in the front of it. Uh, it's so Jack. No, James. S so, is silent. So I know that now. Cause he you said You didn't know it. that before? No, I didn't know it before. He's European. I know that. Oh, Jesus. 
Wow. It doesn't automatically make things <laughs> silent over there. Not all letters are silent because they're European. Gosh, James. They don't just all go around nodding to each other because their entire name's silent because they're European. All letters here. Silent okay, letters. Okay. Anywho. Jack. Anyways, Jack, uh, I have a reptile room for all my reptiles, but I keep my dart frogs in my bedroom because they can't tolerate the heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, you don't have any male dart frogs that get noisy. That could get bad. Uh, That's just like the, the nature like um, apps. Uh, the the tracks of the songs and mm-hmm. stuff, the rain and rainforest, except and for when ocean and except for you own them, they they do it at times you don't want them to do it. Like <laughs> you can't control it, and, and you can't turn the volume true. down. It's, it's, That's true. <laughs> it's so calming and peaceful until uh, it's not. <laughs> Graham Very Charman, true. which is uh, one of our new listeners who who's posted like there's like seven posts in, in our Facebook discussion group of just his animals. We appreciate it, Graham. Uh, but I'm still going to call ship because you keep calling them royal pythons. Uh, <laughs> but he says his his royals, I think you mean ball pythons there, uh, Graham. Uh, the his his uh, Kenyan Samboa, his MBK, hognose, geckos, striped basilisk, and 18 tarantulas Ooh. are in the front room. And the red tail and Nicaraguan boas are in the spare bedroom. Dude, we're talking about before getting like 20 or something. Tarantulas, man. If you don't keep that in check and you like tarantulas, <laughs> my God, they explode very fast. How many do you I have? I only have two, though. Okay. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were fixing to like get some crazy number out of her. No. I used to have, gosh, I had like 20 or so, if not 25. Like I had a lot. And then um, I got evicted from my apartment for having snakes because I didn't disclose that. A story for another time. Yeah, I've done that. Um, but I have the tarantulas too, and I'm like, okay, pu- I'm pushing it with the snakes. Going asking someone to have a bunch of spiders in their house too is going to be too much. So I ended up um, selling them to a pet shop at wholesale, basically. But then I wanted, you know, certain ones I still wanted because I liked them. So now I have two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jessica Lee Anderson, you talked about Jessica earlier. Uh, says their hatchling corn snake has been living on the kitchen island temporary, temporarily, so we have Quarantine. been able to optimize observation. Homeschool project we will hopefully be able to keep and set up in a better spot. Cool. But she's she was not a reptile person who was recently a reptile person and writes amazing reptile books for kids. Yeah. So. That's actually oh, really? what we were, that's what we were talking about earlier. Is yeah, she's gonna she's actually gonna be in the Houston area January February. Um, so instead of doing a zoom call with my zoology club, if we can swing it around her daughter's doctor's appointments, she's, she's just going to come in. Your kids yeah. will go crazy for that. Yeah. Well, because we're so going to cool. swing it. So they actually get copies of her book. Well, because like for a kid, that, for so. a kid, if someone comes in with a book, they wrote that oh, person, yeah. that person's huge. Mind blowing. They're, they're famous. And how so did you neat. get them? Yeah. Right. And her books are fantastic. Uh, Naomi Nash is the first character, the name of the character and her mom is an exotic vet. And so that's, that's so kind of cool. what she gets to help with. And so each one deals with a different kind of snake, but it also deals with like how to be better friends and how to accept Ooh, I'm gonna things get that are for different. My niece. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. They're awesome. And she has a that's ton so cool. of stuff. She, she, like it's not just the, this series. Like but they're great kid books, all pro reptile kid. And books. she works with Scholastic too. So oh, I sweet. mean, yeah, it's awesome stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, I totally have some of her books in my class library that I've ordered through Scholastic, and I didn't realize until like I was oh, cool. cleaning <laughs> like, oh, through wait. some tubs the other day, and I'm like, she's famous, wait a baby. minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. So going down the list, our buddy Todd Sanders says bedroom. That's all he wrote was bedroom. Uh, okay. Our buddy Todd Autry said dedicated building. 
Ooh, that's that's like a dream for me. So that is a dream that I have. It's not a dream for and me. And James is not does not share the dream because James wants to be able to walk into his snake room in his underwear and not have okay. to go outside. You say it to weird like that. You can still do that. You, you say it weird like <laughs> I want to walk into my snake room in my underwear like that turns me on. That's not it. I just don't want to have to get dressed to do stuff. I mean, you can walk in the yard naked, James. It's okay. <laughs> we, yeah. First off, we don't have a yard here, so that's impossible. And uh, for the two weeks out of the year where it's cold, I'd prefer not to. Uh, Scott Borden. Scott Borden says reptile room and then a couple of yeah. wedge snouted skinks in our bedroom. That's kinky. Okay. Kinky there, Scott. Uh, and then my <laughs> and then my black roughneck monitor in a big cage in the basement. Again, this whole basement thing. It's a weird thing. Uh, our buddy Corey Martin said all of the above. Because she does. She has a she has a, like a, a warehouse or whatever <laughs> she's got. And she's got them in her house, garage. She's got them everywhere. Dang. Uh, I'm just thinking, like, that's so much work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, and Corey has gone full time into reptiles now. So, but she was awesome. smart. She's getting out of ball pythons and getting into the weirder stuff. She's becoming a lizard person. She's like tree monitors and some of the other small monitors. Very species. cool. She's got some really cool you stuff. You have coming. some cool friends. Yeah, Corey's all right, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Jordan's Boa says garage, insulated, temp slash humidity controlled. That's good. I wouldn't mind if we ever got a house with a garage that we owned. Like if we didn't have so much shit in our garage, like getting rid of shit and it just being a snake room in the garage. But why can't we just have another building? Because then it's outside. Because then we could actually park in the garage. You don't need to park in a garage. Around this you neighborhood. You just got to build your own house to where... So you like, have two you garages. Have, you have a snake yeah, room basically. garage. Yeah, that one, I'm just building a snake room. That's attached to the house. Yeah. Okay. So maybe like... It's okay, still so- its own building. It can be attached to the house. No, it's right house. Yeah. Our old house, the snake room was pretty good. It was a garage. That's true. Yeah. That was... Yeah. That was pretty sweet. That was the house where April's, that was nice. April's ball sacks came and yeah, hung out. and visited. Yep. It's the only thing I miss about Louisiana, really, other than the food. Is April? <laughs> well, no. The oh. house. <laughs> I was like, she wasn't in Louisiana <laughs> all the time. She's like, I'm really not there. <laughs> She's only there sometimes on a rare occasion. Oh my gosh! When she brings the ball sacks. <laughs> yep. How are the ball sacks? We haven't even talked about the. I've got this far. They've been talking about ball sacks. Uh, one of them passed due oh, to no. very traumatic. Yeah, my a uh, friend of a friend's dog actually attacked her. Oh. And yeah, and she passed. Um, the, but the other one is is fine and doing fine without her sister. And frankly, I think is very cold hearted because she didn't, you know, even care. <laughs> Which one? The, the tricolored on. is the tricolored one that's still alive. No, mm-hmm. oh, that was the one I no, liked. Lil, Lil, the I know, and it's crazy. I blame so much <laughs> stuff on on Jezebel, who's the tricolor one, and and yet it turns out it was Lil that was the one that was the mischievous <laughs> little crapper the whole time. I remember I was the, blaming the wrong cat. <laughs> I remember when you came to stay, and I was sitting in my snake room watching TV in my chair, and the tricolor one came in and like just hung out with me. I was like, this is a cool cat. <laughs> I, she she was a very cool cat. I'm very. It's been a couple months, so I can talk about it and not get you know super caught up in it. But it was very traumatic. I was there and saw the whole thing and couldn't stop it. So it was awful. So, but the I'm, other cat is doing great. I'm probably, probably going to mispronounce his first name in the chat. Barak, Barak, Barak. It's not Barak. Anyways, says uh, it's a cat. They don't care about anything. But they're not. They're they are ball sacks, and they're different than regular cats. These are different than regular cats. I can I can vouch that they are, they different, are different than regular cats, and they're better. Uh, regular cats do suck, I, and they don't care about yeah. anything. 
I say they're like cat dogs or they, they want the attention and, and they have the loyalty of the dog, but they still have that mischievous knock shit over like a know, cat. Troublemaker. <laughs> yeah. Troublemaker of, of a cat. So, uh, let's see. Where did they leave off? Oh, uh, Laura Vinsel said snake room slash home office. The, I have to have a room that it, cats can't get into. Uh, good thinking. Yeah. Truth. Uh, Carl England said spare bedroom. Priscilla, who was in the chat, said living room. Uh, Dana Joseph said all of the above also. Louis Patoy said our reptiles have two bedrooms and the bugs and rodents are at their facility. Rodents okay. have to be out of a facility. Ugh, I could not imagine the having smell them. smell would be too much. Yeah. They, those would have to be in a separate building. Yeah. I, uh, nasty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brett Morzuski says we keep all of our reptiles in our game room. That way all of my favorite Ooh. things are in one room. That's how my, my, my room in, in Louisiana was. That was my, my yep. room. Uh, the Leviathan Hatchery says everywhere in my house except one room and usually bathrooms. Darren. We do not have any in bathrooms. <laughs> Darren Watson in the chat says a spare bedroom. Uh, Pierce mm-hmm. Plus. See, I keep saying spare bedroom. Is it still a, like, I wonder like, how many. Do you have a bed that's in how, it? That's how many I wonder. Are they a spare bedroom <laughs> with snakes or is it a room that no, now has snakes? It's the snake room. room. Yeah. Now it's a snake room. Because like in this house, yeah. my snake room would be considered a, 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 bear, a bedroom. It's considered a spare bedroom. But, no but bed. we have a futon in the flex like gaming space that we have that's open. And there is no bed in the snake room. It is no. a snake room. So Yeah, I don't have a bed in my snake room. Couldn't no. fit it. <laughs> Me either. Me either. <laughs> no, uh, everything else in there. No. Pierce Plowman said, we have a dedicated bathroom and some miscellaneous non-reptile critters that live outside. Darren said there's no bed. There's no bed. Then it's not a spare bedroom, Darren. That's a snake room. It's a snake room. You're allowed to, <laughs> you're allowed to call it a snake room if there is no bed in there. Uh, Brad John says, snake room. See, this person gets it. Snake room. Charlie McKee says, bedroom and game room. I keep my hissing roach slash isopod display on my bathroom counter. He says, Why? I don't know. I like it there. Okay. I read that comment. It made me smile. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you do you. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a fun one for people to come over to visit. They're like, what is this pile of dirt? Oh, my God. There's things there's, moving there's in There's roaches. <laughs> uh, Kelly Miller said snakes are in my bedroom, so that makes it a snake room. They're in a bedroom, so that makes it a snake room. We'll eventually have one in the living room once its enclosure is finished. Again, Kelly, if there's no bed, it's already a snake room. <laughs> yep. You can, you're I allow- agree with that sentiment. You're allowed <laughs> to call it a snake room from here on out. You have permission. Uh, Bryson Halford said, fiance keeps her couple snakes in her office and all mine are in the spare bedroom turned reptile room. See, people are getting it. It's, uh, and then I guess his fiance said, you also forgot the 10 baby geckos in their office. That's, that's a lot of gecko babies. Danielle said, everywhere, but really I have my geckos in, in the animal bedroom. So it's a bedroom that she's turned into an animal room, unless she has a bed. Unless in it. she has a bed in it. See again, we got people got to specify. <laughs> and most of my snakes are in the garage, which is temperature controlled. My turtles and tortoises are also in the garage. I do have a few snakes inside, but that's mostly due to them being quarantined. And then there's a five million. Okay. I'm not going to read the entire chat there because there's they went forever. Uh, our buddy Travis Wyman said he has two snake rooms that uh, house most of the collection, but he keeps his chondro in the bedroom, and then his girls have their animals in their rooms. Which one of them? One of them has a uh, oh, a, a scrub python. Has a scrub python. I think so. He made her do a, made her research, a whole research paper, paper on it to be able to get it. Before he, she had to like present a presentation to him before she That's could awesome. get it. <laughs> Darren said when he bought the house, it was listed as a bedroom, but if it was listed as a snake room, he would have been willing to pay double. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Oh uh, yeah, if you got to sell it, you can't really like. It's got two bedrooms and a snake room. 
uh our friend robin williamson said outside and garage hoping to build a reptile building she's got lots of takers so outside she does she does uh, our buddy Jason Miloradovich says dedicated snake room in the basement. Again, weird ass basement people for the majority of it with a big <laughs> wall. Jealous, honestly. I'm not gonna lie, it would be kind of neat. Although yeah. I hate stairs. I really hate stairs. Okay, truth, I guess. I, but it'd be connected to the house, and you could walk down there in your underwear. That is true. That is true. Just my old house was so easy because it was just right there around the corner, and you were right next to the kitchen. Yeah, I'd go grab a snack and then go check yeah. on reptiles. Uh, Jason Milanovic said his basement for a majority of it with a big walk-in closet for his Rosies and Black Russians. He can seal the walk-in off and pump cold air into it in the winter. The rubber boas live in the basement living room where it's a little cooler. So Makes sense. And then my dad said, my house. Yeah, the, all the reptiles are here. Uh, and then James Berry, who has a new boa for me, says a finished basement <laughs> room. That's where the weird things lay. Okay, that that's creepy. <laughs> Hey, it's fine. Uh, we Bar- accept everyone here. Barrett Gardner said, get an elevator installed. Then there's no stairs. Hey, smart. That's true. <clears throat> but. No. <it's- laughs> I was going to say, I think she says something to hard pass. Still, still oh, all stairs. <laughs> I am not a fan of. The problem with things being upstairs and me being fat and lazy is that. I was just going to say lazy, but okay. I go fat and lazy. Is that I just. <laughs> Don't end up wanting to go upstairs as much. So when Joe wasn't here for Thanksgiving, like she was literally gone the whole week, I mm-hmm. didn't come upstairs once. Because he would come up, and when he would come up, he would feed lizards. And I'd be like, hey, while you're up there, do this. Why am I feeding your lizards? Because you were up here. All right, well, I'm stopping that. <laughs> no, they're right next to your lizards. It's your fucking lizard. You're feeding I your feed lizards. your lizards sometimes. Sometimes? Well, when I'm there. It's kind of rude. Uh, so where are your reptiles, April? Um, so part of my downsizing was because I wanted my master suite to be mine and mine alone. Um, so they used to be in my master bedroom, which didn't have a bed. So it was the master snake room. Um, and then I moved them into a smaller room. So I have a three bedroom house. So they're in a smaller room all by themselves. Those are mine. To answer Darren's question, my roommates has hers in her room. It is a bigger room, so she has the bed in there, and it's basically, like, surrounded by all her reptiles. Um, we have one in my kitchen right there, which is kind of being quarantined also at the same time, but it's there. And then I have um, some geckos, three geckos and two tarantulas in my living room, which have, like, a full, like, they have net, real plants in it and is, you know, all decked out to kind of be something prettier to look at in my house. But so what? One, two, three, four. Of the rooms in my house. Nothing in the dining room. Nothing in the master bedroom. Nothing in the bathrooms. Everywhere else. I have something. At least something. The majority of my collection is in the snake room. And then in the podcast room here, we have the chameleon, the skinks. And then uh, I've got the calabars uh, burrowing boas over here on the side. Which is kind of slash quarantine for a little while. Even though, you know, that's one of those things when we talk quarantine. Uh, I quarantine... From everybody, like that's that's from Travis, and I trust Travis Wyman with yeah. anything in my house. But like, I just once you have one bad thing happen, you just get scared and like you quarantine everything. Now, for people like me that think quarantine is quarantine is quarantine, doesn't matter what. When you said you were putting them up here, I was like, yeah, but we've got two lizards up there. Yeah, 
And you, but, but I'm you, okay risking that. Well, but you also explained to me that a lot of times that like I'm not overly worried. They're not like, the same. I, I don't. They're coming from uh, from Travis, and I've gotten stuff from him. I'm not worried about mites from him. So that was not a huge thing. And a lot of stuff I worry about tends to be things that I'm, I worry about transferring to my other boas. Um, yeah, because there are no other snakes in this and, room, and the yeah. everything that comes into contact with those snakes never comes into contact with these lizards. Correct. Because they don't eat the same thing. They, we're not, we don't use the nothing's same going back and forth yeah, between no. the two. It's completely interact between the two. Um, and, and that's why I said with this one in the quarantine, um, I live in Memphis where the FedEx hub is. Yeah. And apparently, sometimes packages come that their label gets ripped off or the animal is loose. So I got a call from a friend of a friend saying, "Hey, we have this milk snake here. I think it's a snow. I have no idea what kind of milk snake this thing is. Oh I am not a milk snake person, but I think it's a snow." And they said, it's lost in the mail. No one's claimed it. No one's had any inquiries about it. Can you foster it? I'm like, yeah, sure. But I had no idea where this thing came from. So it's going to be here for quite a long time. How does no one just, ask about no. it? That is my question, too. Because it's not just albino. I'm pretty certain it is snow. It has, like, no color to it whatsoever. That means they didn't, it didn't come from Debbie. That means they didn't ship the reptiles <laughs> to you. Because if they ship reptiles to you and it got lost, someone would have said, hey, Debbie, where's, where's my snake? Yeah. And I've gotten message from Debbie before, like, hey, you're in Memphis. Can you go get this animal if I, I need you? I love it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's so fabulous. That's, that's crazy yeah, that so, someone... Like, I just and don't no get one, it. no one asked about it. And that's not that's not your basic little milk snake. That's you know, someone intentionally wanted a higher end milk yeah. snake. <laughs> so that's so crazy. Yeah. So you mentioned the snake room. You mentioned this room. Well, then our bedroom also. So our bedroom is usually the first quarantine room. Or our closet our is normally closet is normally is the normal. first quarantine. What, do you have anything in there right now? Right yeah. now we have not in our closet. We have one small boa in the bedroom because it can fit on top of my dresser. As quarantine. As quarantine. Or okay. Yeah, it's in there for quarantine. Uh and then um and then we do have I have one house snake in the living room, and that is because it's in a focus cube cage. Oh, cool. And the focus cube cage is fancy looking. So they got well, and it's room. also a very naturalistic setup yeah. and it's bioactive. Yeah. Like it's just a really yeah. you never see the freaking snake. But you do if you open it. <laughs> she comes straight for you as soon as you open it's, it. It's it's cool tank. Uh but we don't have anything in bathrooms. Now, during the summer when your whole collection from school comes home, we put stuff wherever there's a plug. <laughs> yeah, the, we'll be in the kitchen. All right. I have All eight right. animals in my classroom, so oh my goodness, yeah. We've housed things in the bathroom. Then things go in the closet. Like, well, I had the two big boas for the longest time, which four foot cages in our closet. They're quarantined. The four, and then the four foot cages our, and the boas got moved upstairs. We have, a, we have a very large closet. Like the closet could easily be like a small nursery for a child. Oh wow. Um, if you don't like your child. No, 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 no. Like you could, because remember behind where the clothes are, you've got that whole extra space. I like, know. Who's going to show? That's like Harry Potter. Just no. live under the stairs, you little fucker. It's bigger than the room Harry Potter had. Okay. It's bigger. I'm glad that we never had this when our kid was born. He'd be like, just shove her in the closet. <laughs> we're, I need our kid to understand that I would not have kept her in the closet. Oh my God, James. Like, you're saying it's okay to put a kid in the closet. You're going to get a text soon. <laughs> I'm sure I will. <laughs> pretty, pretty messed up, Katie. I need to text her and tell her to go take a shower. Yeah, maybe smell she it from can hear here. me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's right now we don't have a lot in quarantine. I have there have been moments where that's the one problem is like I'll get a snake in, and so that I don't have to reset quarantine, another spot of the house becomes quarantine. So like, yeah. the yeah. closet and the bedroom to me are far enough apart, and you, I, they don't tend to count as the same quarantine. I don't tend to cross contaminate things there, um, and but sometimes. 
I just don't have anything and I'll have to reset quarantine. I'm like, all right, it's another three months here. Enjoy your next three months again in this room. Yeah. So like, but like you said, though, like when we say closet, like we had eight feet of cages and still had space. Wow. Yeah. And that was just along one wall of the closet. It wasn't eight feet of cages. It was two four foot cages next to each other. top of each other. No, when my, the box turtle cage was next to them. Over the summer, uh, well, we had Alice foot. in the closet. You're not very good at measuring. That's an exoterra. Those are less than three foot long. Or about three foot long. Are they? Yeah. I totally well, thought she had a longer cage. Six, seven foot is long anyway. Is yeah. It? Either way, it's still... just Size matters, Katie. <sighs> Anyways. Don't uh, forget the tortoises in the game room. We do have the tortoises in the game. I forgot we have tortoises and in the, the game room. Uh, and the Eurmastix, who hates me. He's hated me for 12 years. Yeah. Uh, doesn't like to be held. Just I leave him alone. I give him food, and he stays alive, and he's, he's fine. Watch. Is it one of the big ones? Or is no, it it's a it's an ornate, no, not ornate, a uh, oscillated. It's very pretty, uh, but you wouldn't Those be able. Awesome. Some of them are so super pretty. You just can't he hold like him. He doesn't. He swells up and he wiggles. He doesn't bite, but he'll do the whole wiggle thing and swell up. And I wonder he, if I put him in my classroom, if that would be different. Like if being around people, people? that much All might change time. the difference. Maybe because he fucking hates it. Or stress him out and croak, make him croak. Well, nah, he hasn't stressed out yet. I don't. Because we did that with one of the bearded dragons that we had, and her whole personality changed after she was in the classroom. Yeah. Was she nice? She loved the kids. Oh, my gosh. Huh. She loved the people and the attention. I mean, it's worth a shot then. And she almost went into, like, a depression over the summers. Like, oh. when she would come home, like, we had to keep her where we would see her all the time. That's the one that we ended up that was the one died. that finally passed away. She, she, she kept was, laying eggs. Well, and when we got her, Aww. she was a, a rescue. She had had metabolic yeah. bone disease. Yeah, she she had lost legs. the use of all four of her legs. And the person that rescued her, that was is a very good friend of ours, she was able, with water therapy... To get the dragon using all of her legs again, so oh, wow. she, you know, she looked a little funky, uh, just because of the so, swelling. So we had her in Louisiana when we moved, and when we packed her up to move her, I went to clean out the cage, and of course, I find underneath all the aspen, just a shit ton of eggs, like, like thirty five eggs. I'm like what the fuck? Oh my god! And so we got weight back on her again, and then we got her here, and then she fucking did it again. And then she just would never put weight back on. Yeah. Oh, but we have no idea how old she was. We have no idea. No. Yeah. No. She, but she lived her best life in the classroom, hands down. <laughs> I mean, spoiled, rotten. She would go out to recess with us. The kids had a leash they put her on. Your current bearded oh dragon's doing great in there. He's doing great. Oh, my gosh. The crested gecko is the one that gets me. So we had the crested gecko at home during the summers, and he does nothing but hide and stay behind stuff and never. All the time in the classroom, he came to my room the other day. He's like, "What the hell? He's out!" He's out and I'm about, like, he's out running all around. The time. He's always out. He'll like leap across his cage, and we'll hear like a thunk against the glass well, on the other side. That's because crested geckos are the dumbest animals on earth. I do have that's a kid. Cute. I have a kid. Yeah, that's who all has I got going for him because they do that whole leap of faith thing. Well, mine still has his tail. I don't know how. Oh, and that's cool. yeah. Well, one of my students, she has a crested gecko at home. She's like, "Yeah, mine has frog butt." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I, this, Let's do it. I'm like, I don't understand why he still has his tail, but this is why I don't let y'all hold him because I want him to keep his tail. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I just it's the whole crested gecko leap of faith that gets me. The, I think it's so cute. And if you get it on camera when they're doing it, oh my gosh, it's adorable. But like if if you were to hold one next to the Grand Canyon, they'd fucking jump into the Grand Canyon. They'd oh, just yeah, go. Yeah. They'll be skydiving, yeah. free falling. What a dumb animal. There's no no wonder we <laughs> thought they were extinct. Like 
And then I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I guarantee it. We imported the dumb ones. There is an entire population <laughs> of super intelligent. Crest well, yeah, they got caught, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a whole population of super intelligent ones sitting there going, good. Thank God we got rid of the dumb fuckers. And so they're just hiding <laughs> up in trees and we don't see them. Crusty geckos. Oh, goodness. Anyways. Kids do better when they're kept in the Yeah, Darren wants kids. Oh, Darren. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so I was going to go over a few things over on our. Da, 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 da. Hold on. Over on our. She's playing video games. That's why she can hear us. She's about to beat Hogwarts Legacy. What a loser. Yeah. The messages that I just got were fabulous. She's like, I'm about to beat the game. I had to go way back because we've been gone for we have. two weeks. Uh, so we go ahead and share my screen so that if Chrissy never sees this, he won't. But if he ever sees it, he can shut the hell up. And I'm I shared sleepy. it. Sleepy. And maybe. Also there share we go. tab audio. I've never noticed that little button before. So. This is cool. Jason Mora posted these. Uh, Those are so neat. Those are super neat. That's why I like lizards. Their eyeballs are just cool looking. But there's Look some the snakes. Orange. There's some snakes that have really cool eyes too. There are. This is a cool one. Mm-hmm. Um. To, oh, I think we showed that one last week. And then my dad posted, "If it weren't for my grandpappy in World War II, you'd all be German shepherds." God damn it, Dan. <laughs> it's a picture. For those who can't see it, it's a picture of a of a like a, a yellow lab, lab with a with a Budweiser and, and a shotgun a camouflage, and camouflage hat. hat on. Uh oh. This Katie, you want to talk about this one? Oh yeah. So the Phalo bracelets that I love and adore. Every now and then they come out with a new animal and they just came out with the gorilla bracelet. Um, they've also come out with some new colors for bracelets, which is really cool. Um, and I think they're sold out. I don't think they have any more, but they actually did a stuffed animal of the polar bear. So if you have like a little kid that really likes to be able to track the bracelet, but the bracelet's too big for them to wear, you could get them a stuffed animal and they still have a little tracker that they can send, which yeah, is Yeah, cool. it's, it's a conservation it's, thing. Yeah. And so each animal has its own, con- my computer just died, so I can't pull up the website. Um, but each animal is, I mean, it, they do a lot of research on which conservation program they're going to go through, um, and how they're going to, to benefit the organization. And And you get a specific animal. So if it's the gorilla bracelet, there's a specific gorilla in Africa that you can track. I think, I personally think the cooler ones are the sea turtle and the sharks. Yeah. Because they (laughs) go over such large area and you can track them. The penguins are cool too. Yeah. Um, Joe actually, when we got her an elephant bracelet, I think it was two years ago now, um, we bought her one. And then my mom got her one. And your mom was like, oh, I'm going to get her one. It's two different elephants, but we actually picked the same pattern and color for the bracelets. I'm like, well, we both know Joe. What can I say? (laughs) Um, but it is, so it's the exact same bracelet, but but the little postcard is for two different elephants. You get their name. That's really cool. Um, but they have elephants, they have giraffes, they have the gorilla now, they have a shark, sea a turtle. penguin, a sea turtle, I have lions? a sea turtle, they have lions, because I thought the new one was going to be a tiger, um, and then it ended up being the gorilla, because if you, when you get emails from the company, they'll email you like a week before it comes out with like clues of what it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, I did apply to be a... Uh, yeah, I was going to mention that. I applied to be, what was the word I'm looking for? I can't think of what it's called. Same thing we are with VivTech, though. If you buy from them yeah. using our code, you get a discount, and then we get a kickback on yeah. it. So like I applied for that. we would sell them for commission. Um, so if anybody out there has not joined our Instagram yet, 
go find the Reptile Gumbo podcast on Instagram and join it because one of the minimum requirements is you have to have a minimum of 500 members. And I think we're at like 450 or 460. Uh, so go over and join, an Instagram. join our Instagram at the Reptile Gumbo podcast, our podcast. And uh, and hopefully they'll pick us and we'll be and you'll be able to get these bracelets. I with mean, the Lord knows, code and all I'm, that. I'm already pushing their product for them, so they really ought to just really cool. let me do it. Anyways. I, I love elephants, so I would love to get the elephant. Yes, one. well, and that's why we got it for Joe because she she just read a book about elephants that she really really loved. Um, and yeah. Anyway. Uh, next up, Daniel Bates posted a picture. He said of a snake named Linguini. He says most the most common snake pet name. He said I don't, I've haven't heard linguini. I'm sure it's very common. I actually told you it's about a type that. of noodle. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I and get that's it. what I told James. I was but like, it's not linguini, like that's a thing. Well, and I and I said like noodles, but I, I I never hear anybody with one name linguini. I'm sure they're out there, but I also don't tend to talk to a lot we of people about their snake names. Yeah, snake names. So, um, let's see. Aging. Ins- I haven't read this one from Travis. Aging insights from reptiles and amphibians. Researchers identified patterns in aging rates and longevity of reptiles and amphibians. That's just how these traits evolved. I'll have to go read that now. That looks. It's got a picture of a tuatara on it. I'm sold. Uh, Ron Gossel. <laughs> oh, was, the infamous yeah, picture. This picture of the, <laughs> oh, of the person with their tortoise in the bathroom and they knock the toilet off the I talk the about this all the time. And everybody's like, they can do that? Yeah, they can do that. Well, that right? one, there's that one that's on everything now. Oh, it's no. the one where it comes through the drywall, but... Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. meme like crazy. Uh, here, this is uh, Graham Charman who we talked about earlier, and this is all his animals. He posted several things of his animals. Oh, I fucking love this little cartoon. Oh, this is adorable. So it says... Uh, no uh, church in the wild. So it's a it's an explorer in the wild. He finds this little gecko, and he says, What an amazing little guy. I think I'll name you the fantastic leaf tail gecko. And it says, Wait, hold on. There isn't a Christian church anywhere nearby. And scratches out, Fantastic for satanic leaf tail gecko. <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh. Oh, oh no. How do I get it off my screen now? It's funny, but I want to be able to read. You got to hit the X button. I am. Oh, oh, there we go. Don't. What'd you do? Now everybody can see your personal face. Not anymore. Now you did too much. I did. You do too much, Jay. I did too much. (laughs) (laughs) You had a student tell him that one time. It was fabulous. That used to be a thing for a while. There were a lot of people like, you do too much. When when you just ask like the basic stuff out of a kid, you do too much. I mean, you're just lazy. Now it doesn't want to work. You broke it, and there James. Was some, well, what I wanted to show. There was one thing I wanted to show. Um, so take it off the screen. You take it off. Reload. It's, I'm gonna tell you like I tell my babies in, in fourth grade. Close it out. Open it back up. See if that fixes the problem. <laughs> I, I tell kids that at least three times a day. Because <laughs> everything we do is electronic. They take their test at the end of the year is online, and they have to be able oh, to nice. type their written response. So I'm like, I'm not going to make you do paper pencil all year and expect you to be able to type it in May. So yeah. by November, we're completely electronic in my classroom. I'm surprised they even sell pencils anymore. We're so electronic at this point. I hate mechanical pencils. I fucking love mechanical my pencils. My students know, like, I don't like mechanical pencils. All right. So I'm back. Here we go. Um, what's this? Eh. Oh, this is one of... <laughs> it's. A, I thought that was... Uh, I saw that. It was so yeah, cute. Beaded lizard like cuddled up inside the coils of this uh, rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. Just taking. Yeah, they out. have like I want to say like oh gosh, they have a lot of beaded lizards in that enclosure and like three rattlesnakes. Yeah, it's the Los Angeles Zoo. Mm-hmm. So that one was funny. Uh, I'm gonna pass that one. Uh, oh, this one was the guy playing with the laser light with the uh, baby alligator oh in a swamp. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Oh, my goodness. I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. I watched this video like four <laughs> times. 
It was just so, so cute. All I could think though while I was watching was Mama's somewhere close because that one's small. That's nah, big enough. It's, you think you don't I think mean, Mama's close by? There's probably somewhere? still a larger one nearby, but that one's not like baby, baby. Yeah, that's okay, all. That is the cutest. It thing wasn't it, darling. This is an awesome one. Nathan posted this of a that's coronated a very... tree frog. I wonder if my where's that from? Does it say where it's from? Um, I wonder if my box would play with a laser. Oh. That's cool. You can see it's got like these spikes on the back, like a crown, coronation. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Would that cool. be considered enrichment? Having to chase like the laser? Like if we have the box turtle take yeah. chase a laser? Uh, I love this. Yeah. Seems like a zoology club function. I love this one. It's a it's an octopus that basically has a- Really? This is what we're doing? You don't like this one? It has a tarantula. No, I do not what like What the hell it's got, am I looking at? It's got a tarantula costume that goes on the octopus. Oh now. my like gosh. Absolutely <laughs> that's, that's not. <laughs> Says the much. woman who bought all kinds of costumes for her bearded dragon and guinea yes, pig for yes. Halloween. <laughs> they have a drawer in my classroom of costumes for when they're big enough next year. They were like a dollar a piece of PetSmart. I couldn't pass them up. This is a, oh, is a really video cool. of 15 venomous snakes of Africa, uh, which is kind of cool. It's got some of the some weird ones in there and then uh, some of the ones people are used to. But just go back. The Gaboon. That's all that matters. The Gaboon Viper. <laughs> okay. This is awesome. This thing is cool. It's a oh life-size sculpture of Megal- Megalania, which was a uh, like an old an extinct Varana species, so larger than the Komodo. And you can see That's the guy s- standing next to it. Just imagine that in the wild. God. It looks like a heart attack. It looks like <laughs> yeah, a Komodo, I, I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> this is when everyone with me then, would survive because and I there's a normal would kill one. And there's a regular Komodo going apeshit over a turkey on Thanksgiving. Virginia Aquarium and Marine Science Center. That's, That's hilarious. They hung a turkey in this Komodo's exhibit. I've never seen one that active before. You haven't given it a turkey. That's awesome. Apparently, right? We haven't given it a turkey. Oh, you can see how it's shredding. Oh, that's so cool. Fun. Just just slinging the turkey around. Like a baby with a toy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Look at him get excited just just to run at it. That's so Uh, cool. I haven't seen that one. That's smart. Here's an awesome picture of a spitting cobra. You can see the venom coming out of the holes in the front of the fangs. That is cool. Is it supposed to be swollen like that on the side of its face? Those are venom glands. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Never looked so too closely. Does venom glands get smaller as they express the venom out? Yeah. But he's you see right now he's uh, clenching those venom glands to force the venom out and into the fangs. And then oh, so I guess that makes sense. Relax, it probably yeah. it doesn't look quite so – because it almost looks like someone's popped it in the face. Yeah, no, no. It's it's, <laughs> it's forcing that venom out because that's how they shoot the venom out. It's yeah. I never even like thought about I never even thought about. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say I never <laughs> even imagined how it would work. Just that it does. The amazing thing is the aim that these things have. Oh, cool. They're pretty spot on, huh? Oh, I mean, they, some of those pieces right in the eye. Like it's they can get you right in the so eye. So you got to wear shields around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, our November giveaway. You still got a few more days if you're listening to this to go over to our Facebook page to the Reptile Gumbo Podcast Facebook page. Find oh, the wait. post. And all you got to do is tell us what you are thankful for, and you win what a happened? Reptile Gumbo Podcast. Oh. What? <laughs> Her phone fell over. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> you win a Reptile Gumbo Podcast shirt from our friends over at Colossal Constrictors, which oh. the little baby boa that's in my snake room or my bedroom right now in quarantine. That is where it came from. Is from them. Uh, but you can win a free t shirt from them, and I'll also send you some stickers. Uh, on top of that, in December, and I got to talk with them what we're going to do, but they want to do a giveaway just like they did last year. They want to give away something every week of December. To our oh, listeners, wow. last year That's it was fantastic. yeah. Last year it was a temp gun. Everyone won a temp gun each week in December. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, we're gonna find out what they want to do this year, but 
Go support Colossal Constrictors. Go check out their uh, Instagrams and Facebook, everything. Uh, if you want to get a boa, they've got amazing boas, but they have been wonderful sponsors for our giveaways, um, and they are great. Hold on, I'm trying to see. Did Bruce that you had on a podcast get a call for a com- I don't know. I have to see Darren. He may have. I haven't. I I don't follow people's socials the way I should. Like I follow them. Like I click follow, and the, and then I, I I'm not good about That's watching it. them. Yeah, and you drop off. <laughs> I at least give them the follow so they get the numbers. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, uh, this is looks like it's Brian Barcheck's place. Looks like it. It looks like it's maybe Anaconda had babies. Oh, cool. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, somebody gave birth. Yeah, it's it's, it's cool. his Anaconda really? cage. So green Anaconda babies. Uh, there's that Graham Charmer showing like off. Is Alice? Is that what his name is? I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, so I read this article. You actually read the article? I did fucking read this. What? So it says Speaker Mike Johnson falsely read. it says Speaker Mike Johnson falsely claimed the Louisiana pine snake is a mythical creature. Oh geez, that's why you read the article. Yeah. So in 2020, <laughs> this fucker who is uh let's see, he's during a Republican study committee, government, efficiency, accountability, and reform task force discussion in 2020, oh, Speaker God. Mike Johnson proposed uh to making it easier to strip the protections for endangered species. And he basically said in his own state, uh, there's tons of land that they can't do any work on because it's protected for this mythical animal that no one has seen in 50 years, the Louisiana pine snake that we don't even for- know is there. Forget the fact that we've got people. I- I've seen people that have caught them. Uh, <sighs> and-, and he talks about they supposedly live six feet under the ground and we don't know they're there and we can't do this. And he wants to get rid of protection so they can go in there and basically strip this land. And then give you an idea of where they live. They live in these nice, already stripped once before, uh, pine forest. Um and it just wants to go in and strip the pine trees down for for building houses there and for lumber um, for an animal that is endangered. This is what happens because lawmakers are fucking stupid. Not all of them, but a lot of them, especially when they start talking about things they don't know about, like wildlife, because they have no idea what wildlife is. And the fact that he refers to it as a mythical creature God, blows yeah, my that's mind. Nuts. But I mean, forget the fact that you've got facilities in the state working to reproduce them and release them into the wild. His thing is there's tens of thousands of acres of forest land out of commerce because supposedly a mythical snake lives underground. And he goes, I mean, I wish I was making this up. You are making this up. You're an idiot. They do live there. And God forbid for commercial. God forbid we don't strip all of fucking Louisiana and make it look like a barren wasteland because y'all have done a pretty good job of it in certain places. Oh, I read that Travis Wyman posted that and I was like, that can't be that headline got me. And I went and read it. And I'm like, of course, guy wants to just fuck up an endangered animal in his own state that multiple zoos have breeding programs. Uh, Memphis Zoo has a breeding program. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's oh, just stupid people. Um, but yeah, I think Travis was the loser. I got you real jazzed up. Woo! I did. I, I, <laughs> I was very pissed off about it. He read the article. That's how we know he feels strongly about this. He read no words kidding. on a page. I, I took time to read. And then quoted the article when talking about it. Just the, the, to use, I love you, babe. To use the word <laughs> mythical creature for an animal we fucking seen. I have two of them in my snake room right now. I taught fourth graders today how to pull their evidence from the text. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> I just can't go over mythical animal. I'm like, myth- I can go grab two of them right oh, now. They're real. Mm. 
whose parents were collected from that area. From that area. Fucking stupid people. Anyways. That's politics for you, you know. April. Yes, sir. It's been too it's, it's been too long. We gotta have you on more often. I know. Episode two hundred. I'm, I'm trying to figure out we're what I'm doing. Figure out what we're gonna do. But yes, I may. <laughs> okay. I may have you on for episode 200. I have some cool plans, but you don't get to be involved in. I was like, plans. are you just gonna end it right there? <laughs> I am because it's kind of like I think it would be cool for you if what I have in my mind could could come to fruition. But my yeah. problem is you don't know how any of this works. I know that is a problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so unless I figure out how that works within the next month, uh, it ain't happening. <laughs> like James, can you give me the link ahead of time so I can yeah. send it to other yeah. people? Please, thanks. Yeah. Barrick said a roundtable uh, for episode 200 would be cool. I would like to have yeah. a large, you know, maybe not everyone in at the same time because then we'd never get fucking anything said, uh, but having people pop in and out yeah. Throughout that episode. Like, hey, cool. you're going to come in from like 7 to 7.15 and, right. you know. I would love to do Put that. everyone in the green room and then call them up. Oh, Lord. I, uh, I've also always said if I could ever get a certain person on that April would have to come on and be my co-host if I could get them on. Oh, yeah. If I could ever get. I'm thinking of. Yeah, if I could ever get her to agree to be on here. Yeah, we should do that. So. Maybe if I, 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 I'm, so yeah. just speak it into That'd fruition. Cool. If I can ever yeah. get Tracy Barker to come on here, then I'm having April come on. But maybe that could be your 200. <laughs> there's no, cool. there's I'd no way you can line that up. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way. She hardly does any speaking thing, like to anyone. I mean, so. don't get me wrong. It would be the coolest thing ever if you did, and there'd be right. tons of people that would be very jealous. That's of one the of those things. Like I could never top once I pull that off. Like I'm never gonna give our kid a better birthday than when we took her to Hogwarts. No, she's never gonna have a cooler birthday than that. No, but Tracy Barker coming on here will be cooler than that. Yeah. For you. No, for everybody. Tracy Barker's <laughs> fucking awesome. I want to go back to Hogwarts is what I want to do. With Tracy I Barker? I was jealous of sure, all your pictures. I saw a lot of people. They were like, you're the coolest mom. I'm like, I try. No, I just got to get my Christmas tree up. But don't look at me like that. That's but not me. But it's your job to put it up. It's your job to have a spot for me to put it up. Okay, I got to go clean this That's up. what I thought. <laughs> You'll I, get there. My tree is always up either on Thanksgiving or the day after. Not this year. So the Ooh, fact failing. that it's almost a week out from Thanksgiving, I'm like, my tree's not up. I'm starting to like have get hives about it. Right. Like, I'm enjoying. I'm running out of li- time. My tree. I know. <laughs> I have my living room. I'm my good. tree. And my my classroom's completely decorated. Everything. The oh, lights are up. The tree thing. is up. You're the tree is decorated. Like just go hang out at school. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm there awake during the day more than I'm here. So well, yeah, that's how that works. I know. Uh. But April, thanks for coming on. If people want to reach out to you, how could they reach out to you and and get really cool snakes? Uh, You can go to bloodsbydesign.com. You can find me on Instagram. .com. Um, You can find me on Instagram, bloodsbydesign. However, I don't post a lot, but you can still get to me um, through there if you want. And then my personal page is April Justine. But if I don't know you, I'm probably not going to ask you, so you got to send me a message. I know I feel bad. Some of our listeners have like friended me on Facebook, but I don't know them, so I don't accept it. Yeah. But then I'll see their name pop yeah, up on the stuff. How, and I'm right. like, oh, I've rejected you. I feel bad. But I don't know you. And if I put a bunch of pictures right, of If you of don't my tell me Facebook. how I should know you. Yeah. yeah. Like if you don't tell me how yeah. I should know you. Well, and, stuff, and, and my like, problem is like my Facebook is my personal Facebook. Yeah. Like that's how my and family keeps up with my kid and all of her bajillion yeah. adventures. Like, don't that there she are some on. listeners that are. That are on there, but a lot of those listeners that are that are friends of me on there have also been on the podcast at some point. Yeah, or we knew them prior to yeah, the podcast. Like so I know them. Like like I think I'm friends with Darren. Yeah. He's okay, I guess. 
Darren says it was good seeing you again, April. I, there was someone else that commented when I posted that you were going to be on. That was super they excited. They were excited. They're like, April, Yay! I haven't been on in forever. I'm like, I know. Forever and a day. Because she doesn't. Crazy schedules. Because she didn't want to be my co-host because she doesn't love me anymore. Whatever, James. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so. you, you, got a, you got a good setup going on for you. So it all worked out, I think. Yeah. yeah this oh, goes- real quick, though. The next two weeks, because you'll have this out before next week. Yes. We will not be able to do Tuesdays. It'll be Wednesdays? It'll be Wednesdays. Well, that's good. I don't have anybody line, lined up uh, for them yet anyway. So Our kid has two Christmas concerts the next two Ooh. Tuesdays. Her symphony band is performing Gross. with the first year band, who apparently is not that great, according to her. Oh. What's a first year well, band? Because she was like, we did not sound that bad last year. I'm like, you probably did. <laughs> you, probably it's did. Okay. you probably did. Um, and then the week after that is her actual concert. And uh, so yeah. So yeah, on Wednesdays. Uh, also, uh, if anybody has ideas for guests, yeah, whoever you want to hear, let us know. Just shoot us a message. Send us, us a know. message and say that reach is, out to these people. That is probably the hardest part of this whole doing a podcast thing now for 192 episodes is finding guests. That's why when I go to the website and I look at the list of guests. I see how long it is. I'm like, holy shit. I can't believe I've had that many people on. But so. a lot of these have been recommendations from our listeners yeah. or from previous guests. So that's cool. And then a lot of them apparently have been. April. And I'm fine with people telling me no. So I'll reach out to just about anybody. So April's been on you here. You get Tony from Revision Reptiles. There you that's go. True. That's talk, a good one. We can talk about flaccid penis snakes. Oh, my God. Yay. Oh, my God. Talk about everything oh that went into the garage <laughs> rehaul. And, yeah. and flaccid penis snakes. Oh, my God, James. All the stuff that he was thinking about with uh, engineering that. What was it? Yeah. We showed, was it that's, last that's week good, we yeah. showed the, our two weeks, three weeks ago, whatever, there was the leucistic elephant trunk snake that was posted online. Yeah, that, that, yeah I saw that. that Crazy. Good. That thing was awesome looking. So, all right. Uh, April, hang out. Everybody else, we will see y'all next Wednesday. Yep. Next Wednesday with someone. So send us some ideas. We'll see you with somebody. Um, thank you all for listening. Again, go check out. Get uh, yeah, a couple days left to get a free shirt. And then pay attention in December for our giveaway. Don't forget code GUMBO22 if you go to VivTech. If you haven't bought a VivTech bulb yet, you just don't love your animals, go buy a bulb. Uh, help help get us some money there from VivTech. They got deep pockets Erica's, and we, we want Erica's money. It's going to be Erica's new catchphrase for a t-shirt. You well, don't have a VivTech, you don't love your animals. Exactly. <laughs> so... Uh, See y'all next week. Goodbye.